welcome to Two Guys in a Podcast with Ben and Colin. I'm Ben, personal trainer, dancer, and mediator. And I'm Colin. I got nothing for that. <laughs> I got nothing for that, but that's okay. Welcome to the show. Hope you enjoy. Let's light this candle. Hey there, uh, Ben. How's your week been, buddy? Tired. How you feeling? You feeling good today? I'm tired. You know, isn't that how you started the last episode? So, Colin, uh, you feeling okay over there today? Ben, you feeling okay over there today? Got a lot of sleep because I am energized and ready and feeling good. How are you feeling? <laughs> I thought I was going to be able to still beat your level of uh, excitement last week, but uh, I guess I'm going to be the downer today. I, last week, I, was, I had to really steer the ship. <laughs> and uh this week i guess it's you so yeah, that's all right i i'll uh, i'll take gladly, that task. gladly accept the helm okay um so i uh, i do have to tell you about something yeah go ahead you're not gonna like it okay so i had the opportunity this week to rewatch your all-time favorite comedy of all time uh-huh dumb and dumber and and the uh Millions and millions of people agree with me. I mean, and that's fine. That's fine. You know what? Let's. That's fine. Y- you better watch out, dude. Because <laughs> go, go ahead, though. Go ahead. No, go ahead. What is it? What is no, it? Go uh, ahead. Well, what is it? Adam go, Sandler no. says on uh, Wedding Singer. Well, I have a microphone, and they don't, so they will listen to every damn word okay. I have to say. Right. You, you say what you want to say. <laughs> okay. Though, because so my opinion, um, my opinion on Dumb and Dumber. Is uh, it has some funny parts, okay? I, you know, but overall, um, it's not for me. It's not for me. Um, hold on, let me hold on. Maybe maybe you didn't understand what I said. Let me <laughs> hold on. Let me let me speak in a language uh, that you and and the Dumb and Dumber uh, fanatics can understand. Oog ug ug eeg ug. Oog, oog, oog. Wow. Maga, gubaga. Uh, your fan club's really going to take the hit. <laughs> no, in all honesty, it, 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 was, it was just it was that lowbrow humor that I've mentioned on the show before. Lowbrow humor? Oh, okay, so you're telling me Jeff Daniels pooping in a toilet that doesn't... That's the one scene that's like lowbrow Oh, that's just fart. the one? That's it, the one? It's the, oh, my gosh. What was... Uh, uh, dodgeball doesn't have any lowbrow in it at all? Oh, I never said that, but I mean, I don't feel like... And, it, I don't feel like I don't feel. And like, if you want to attack my stuff, I think it's potty humor, dude. I think it's just potty gosh. humor in general, dude. It, it's humor, though. It's that's that's mm. the thing. You want to get me fired up? That's going, what I'm trying for. That's you, what I'm going you for. You attack my picks. I'll tell you what. I, I, I oh, not. you attacked my picks as I because told you them because they're horrible. They're see, horrible. See, well, it's my turn. And Anywho, it's, it's not. No, um, no, it's that, not your turn. That was dumb. Everybody's was dumb. like, man, Colin's picks are bad, and I mean, that's fine. And it started with a Disney episode. I think you're... Uh, I've gotten a lot of compliments on the Disney episode. Of your picks? For me, yeah. Sorry. So there are strange people out there, I guess. Yeah, tell me about it. Dumb and Dumber fans. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> what was that movie that you had? The guys at work actually pulled it up and watched it. Fired up? Yeah. And Did they, they like it? They said it was one of the worst movies oh, they've it's ever bad. seen in their lives. Yeah, like I they, it's they bad. Yeah, like it's bad, but it's one of my favorites, man. It makes me, it, makes me it laugh every time. It wasn't funny. It wasn't... Like, they were just like, holy crap. That's fine. And we kind of deciphered and figured out that your number twos on all of yours are so really far bad. Are, have all been very bad. Yeah, Toy Story 3 was horrible, right? That's your number one. No, it wasn't. What's your number one? Coco was my number two. I'm sorry. Coco. So yeah, Coco was so bad. It is. Okay. Compared to other Disney movies? Yeah. Oh, man. yeah. So bad. Oh, man. Well, now you're going to hear me say this is the last episode of Two Guys in a Podcast. 
I just no. Join us next week for well, a guy in a podcast. I've already braced them for your number two of your action movies, uh, which oh, they've good. already heard now at this point. But like, I'm just like, wait till you, I, I was like, he's on a good roll with his actions, and then all of a sudden that dreaded number two hits. <laughs> and <clears throat> one thing I did get though is that they told me that we had like 85 comedies in our. Uh, best mention or honorable mentions. That's like, true. They were like, uh, your honorable mentions was about a week long list. And I was like, well, that's true, but we, we're, we're kind of deeply things. regret speaking of potty humor and all that crap that you oh, said. Okay. I deeply regret not putting Tommy boy, in my top five. Oh, uh, well, it was an honorable mention, but uh, for me, it's, it's a movie that is, uh, it will stand the test of time. It's, uh, are you going to make Tommy boy a three for, for your number five? Uh, I'm not really sure. Uh, I don't know what I would take out because I, I do stand by. Make it a threefer. This is our show. We make our own rules. Yeah. I do. Well, it's just, it, you, you know, keep expanding them and, and then it's all fair, fair game then. Yeah. But, uh, man, I also rewatched Dumb and Dumber. Oh, okay. And I just laughed hysterically throughout the entire movie and it was. Gosh, I'll tell you what, I'll tell you, you know, and this is Who dumb. do you think is dumber? Out of the two? Yeah. Oh, uh, see, that's see. This is what's funny about the show is you don't know, because Harry has some shining moments. Lloyd has some shining moments. I think, as far as just overall, just responsibility wise, I feel like Harry probably is the more responsible of the two. So I, I, I even went so far as like Google it to see what, what, if there was any polls out there or yeah. anything to 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 talk about who was the dumber, who was dumb. Some people take. I, I think it's also what actor do you like better? And so a lot of people took. Oh, Jim, that's probably true too. Yeah. A lot of people took Jim Carrey's side of like he's not the dumber one, but their reasoning was actually pretty good. They said that Harry could read. You know, Lloyd had a problem even reading. He was like, yeah, he's like, ta, yeah. He's like the, yeah, ta, you know, ta, he host an <laughs> annual. He's host an annual, right? Know? Yeah. But but here's the thing about Harry, he he goes along with every scheme that Lloyd comes up with. So he's a follower. He's not. He, he's too dumb to come up with his own idea. Well, and but like you said too, when um, like Lloyd can't read, but he did come up with that thing to put their bill on Seabass's tab. Oh my gosh, that so, was pretty good. So awesome. Um, well, you know something though that I think is funny about that movie is, uh, I know here pills I pills are good. Pills are good. <laughs> and then he goes, "Son of a bitch!" <laughs> and he goes, "Well, you heard him. He blamed me. <laughs> those, were, those were his last <laughs> yeah. words." Uh, Not if you count the gurgling sounds. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was pretty funny. I'm telling you, dude, it's great. But um, one thing that they never really uh uh referred back to is the fact that they blew all of their of that woman's money. That's where you're looking too much into it. It's a comedy. Oh, okay. It's a comedy. It's... I know. I just think it's funny. There wasn't even a line like, so you guys aren't really that rich? And they'd be like, no. But let me tell you what got the biggest laugh out How of me. How much money would have had to have been in there? Oh, That's my gosh. Another... It was unlimited. I mean, he had that. He had that Countach. He had, uh, well, of course, the presidential suite, which the was Lambert... reserved, for the, reserved for the emperor and empress of Japan. Yeah, it had to be like... <laughs> I mean, ten grand a night or something. Oh man, man it's, yeah, that which I mean, you know. But again, there that's, you go. There yeah, you go. like you just give it out hundreds. Yeah, um, and of course their clothes were were funny. I mean, I, you know, don't get me wrong, the show's not without its merits. I didn't say that, but it's it. I don't I don't appreciate just all of the all of just the the stupid humor. And I will say a couple a couple of the biggest laughs I got was when they had to refill the dog mobile. And you have to raise the leg up to fuel it up. That's hilarious. That's a good sight gag. And then, and then, dude, okay, the biggest laugh of the movie out of me, all right, 
when they when they were when uh, what's her name? What's her the main girl's name? Aunt Anne? Aunt, no, Mer- what's her name? What's her name? I don't uh, know what her name well, is. You're, you're going 90 miles a minute. I can't think. Sorry, of, the uh, one that Lori. Mary. Okay, so when Mary is, uh, I guess, waiting on Harry to get done pooping. Oh, that's hilarious. Um, and she it is sees funny. The, she sees the news story. Of if these, it was Matt Smith from Game of Thrones ah, pooping, you'd be like, oh, isn't that hilarious? Oh, he's so funny. Yeah. He's such a funny guy. Anyway, go ahead. No, is when she's watching that news story of these monsters that – that uh, bamboozled a kid, sold a dead bird to a kid, and that kid's sitting there. <laughs> so dark. And he says, I just thought he was really quiet. <laughs> oh, man. I just love it. He goes, where did you get some extra cash? He's like, I sold some stuff to Billy and Forcey, the blind kid. He goes, the blind kid? He's like, yeah. Like he started laughing. <laughs> Because well, he's, so di- he's so diabolical, you yeah, know. Oh, yeah, and, it's, and it is kind of pitiful, that oh, kid man. sitting there. Well, with if those guys bu- at the table over there are sea bass, he's like, over here, you know. Yeah, yeah. He's like, yeah, yeah. And he's like, where'd you see that? He's like, I saw it in a movie once. And he's like, <laughs> he goes, oh, they got away with it, Scott. He goes, no. In the movie, they drove about 10 miles down the road and slit their throats. Oh, yeah, yeah, that, that was kind dude, of funny. I, I mean, there are, there are some pee, funny parts. Peeing in the beer bottles. And he's like, what are you, a camel? And he's like, hold that one. It was gross. gross. What? It was gross, dude. I'm sorry that your high scholar humor over there is like has to read it from a dictionary or an encyclopedia to get the joke. I mean, like it just. I'm glad my number twos are infamous now, though. They are, dude. Like, I mean, that is that is the topic of conversation for our group when we're talking. <laughs> like, it, it's just so you know, it's never me attacking you. Oh, I know. I join in. Yeah, of course you do. But that the, they naturally they go. Uh, they're like, man, what is up with Collins number two or whatever? And I was like, I said, you know what's funny? Now that you mentioned that, every number two he has is not so great. Like yeah. the other, your other stuff holds up, I guess. But like, are you saying that my number two stink? Is that what you're saying? <laughs> <laughs> oh, Who look at potty humor, potty humor out of this side of the room. Work for <laughs> you. Tell that turd who's boss, buddy. Like, <laughs> um. So okay. So I also had the opportunity to start another show. I didn't finish it. But this is another one, and I don't know if this is just the times or if it just – I i don't know. I mean, and, and keep in mind, I like Eddie Murphy. I really like Eddie Murphy. Oh, boy. I got about 30 minutes into the movie, and I'm still going to finish it. I just haven't – raw. You don't like it? Not crazy about it, man. Like, it was kind of funny him talking about uh, he didn't want to get into a fight with Mr. T, but didn't mind getting into a fight with Michael Jackson. That was pretty funny. I mean, the whole but, thing's funny to me, but... Well, I mean, I, and I need to finish it. I need to finish it. I'm not writing it off, but 30 minutes into it, I don't understand the hype. Wow, okay. I mean, like, so what... Give me an example of a comedian that you like, like, that you think is really good, like oh, stand-up comedian. Chappelle, obviously. So I don't see how you can like Chappelle and not like Eddie I, Murphy. I said, no, I didn't say that I didn't like Eddie Murphy. I just said I don't really understand, because everybody's just like, oh, dude, Raw is just, like, the best stand-up of all time. And I'm like, I, well, I, that, I, I know, I know that Eddie Murphy's the, the Raw and Delirious, both those yeah. two, uh, are two of the most famous stand-up yeah. specials ever. Yeah. Um, what has happened, in my opinion, is that with this Netflix stuff, is that there's just too many now. There are a lot, and even Dave Chappelle's got too many, but oh, they're yeah. so they're they're tens out of ten. Like like his are, 
he gets a little bit off on the preachy stuff a little I think, bit. Yeah, I think I think sticks and stones on Chappelle. I think sticks and stones is I can't one of my favorites. Him. I don't I don't know which one's which, but, but well, this latest one, the closer, he just really, really. I mean, like he he basically apologized for all of his transgender comments you without think apologizing. So? I didn't think it that way. See, I thought that's all he talked about, like the whole thing. I was you like, think oh, he okay, apologized man. for it. I think that he. Well, I think he apologized without apologizing. I think he was just trying yeah. to make a point saying that he's a freaking comedian making yeah. jokes about people yeah, and, and they hate him now and get over it. Um, and I, I like I like some of Bill Burr's stuff. I think he's funny. Yeah, I, I don't know enough about Bill Burr. Of course, I've Mitch Hedberg, yeah, I can, you could listen to him all day long, which I mean, you know. I get annoyed by his tone, his tempo. Oh, really? Yeah, like, yeah. the thing is, you know, like he just, you know, uh, once you watch one of his, you've seen all of them. In my opinion, I—I I mean, I will admit, I just kind of watch YouTube best of. Oh, well, then yeah, you know, then you're so not getting the full, not getting the full on. effect. Yeah. yeah. Uh, well, and like Ricky, Ricky Gervais has some pretty funny stuff. I find him kind of hit or miss. I'm like, how self, you know, you know how self entitled are you? He is. You know? He is. I and agree then right. other times I'm like, hey, it's pretty funny what he says right there. I, 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 I'm more of a Chappelle guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, obviously, if I'm going to listen to something a little cleaner, I'm going to listen to like Jerry Seinfeld. Yeah. Um, uh, Eddie Murphy was freaking hilarious. Uh, we went and saw Bob Newhart when he was in Paducah. Really? Uh, uh, it was really funny, clean. Steve Martin is funny. Yeah. Uh, Martin Short's funny. Yeah. Th- those guys are funny without having to be nasty. Yeah, and I, uh, and I, I think I appreciate that too because I remember we watched... Um... But there's certain people that need to be now. Na- I'm not a... I'll tell you what. I've probably watched one Kevin Hart stand up, and I know he's funny as can be. I started I, that the big movie he had. Uh, I don't remember what it was. Oh, like it was in theaters or whatever. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. yeah it was okay. His movies are funny. Yeah, and I like him and all the stuff I see on YouTube and everything. Mm-hmm. I just I've never sat down and watched multiple stand up specials of his because I kind of look at him as a Dave Chappelle, a, a Eddie Murphy, like a kind of a knockoff because he's after them right you know and that's the unfortunate thing about comedy is that if you follow in somebody's footsteps you're always going to be in their shadow somewhere this is true and uh I, that's why i think dave Chappelle speaks out or stands out different than eddie murphy because dave attacks all races and all these like uh political issue topics sure. type of but i do think he gets a little too preachy sometimes mm-hmm and I think the point of the closer for me was, is like, man, look at how silly this is. And again, this is, I'm not trying to get political or anything, but like, yeah. he was like, black people have been through quite a bit. And do you hear us acting the way that transgenders do, you know? And he's like, all of a sudden they're more important. They've been through more than, a, you know, he's just saying that everybody goes through trials and stuff and like, don't put yourself above somebody else. Sure. That's what his message is trying right. to get out there. And I get where you can take it. Like, I don't think he was apologizing. I don't think he would ever apologize, really. But I know he spent a lot of time on the subject. I was like, oh yeah, but he was gosh. talking about how like almost hypocritical they are because that they're all they, you know, that's the point. Anyway, comedy is comedy, man. And every when you're going to see a comedian, you're going to see jokes. I yeah, mean, like you're going to see controversial stuff. They're gonna talk about things that are not. Uh, okay. I like. I will say. I think. I think it was. I think it was Chappelle's uh, sticks and stones uh, stand up. I, I laughed the entire time. He made until I will say he made a joke, um, talking about having to have school shooting drills, and that is just that's just one subject for me that I don't. I, I have a really hard time laughing at, 
And I don't know if it's just because we do we do live so close to where there have been two major school shootings. But in, in, well, and the fact that I have kids in school, you know, obviously it's constantly in the back of my mind, unfortunately. Um, I don't know if it's that, but like that's just that's just something that I don't think I will ever. I'm not big on religion, uh, the the religious jokes. Uh, well, because ninety ninety nine percent of Hollywood is atheists, so it's like right, and so therefore I'm not really into it. When they start like, okay, I am a because Gervais is really bad about that. Yes, Gervais is really uh, bad about that. I'm a Howard Stern freak. I love. I have Sirius XM just for Howard Stern. Right, and whenever he gets on the topic of religion, I skip forward. Sure, I, I just I can't listen to the negativity of it uh as a religious person it just it's not for me i'm not saying it offends me but it obviously it does or i would listen to it but but what i'm saying is is i don't even want to have that conversation so So you're so you're saying that it's okay for everybody else to be a fan of something but you aren't necessarily a fan of it I see where you're trying to go. You're saying with this. that's okay. No, you're, I see where you're trying. No, but to, you're okay with that. You're trying to roundabout attack me here. It's all not tr- for you. All I'm trying to say is it's not for me, so I skip it. I'm not saying boycott his show. I'm not saying cancel him. I'm just going back to Dumb and Dumber. No, see that, that, <laughs> that's that's where not you're for me. No, but no. Just like fired up is not for your your buddies or anybody else that is a human on Earth. Yeah, I was gonna say. Yeah, yeah there might be. Uh, on our conspiracy theory, anybody else with two lungs? It's not for anybody else with two lungs. If you have two, I just lungs, think yeah, like yeah. there's, you are such a special person because you <laughs> you have like a weird hierarchy of like I do. It's it's odd because you will laugh at the lowbrow humor, but yeah. then you're like so turned off on it. Yeah. In other aspects, it, it's like it's like there's a threshold you can take. There is, and a lot of it, a lot of it, um, a lot of that threshold exists in the bathroom. I'll say it. Yeah, but you also like I don't think I don't think Jeff Daniels pooping, you know, or like or like what movie was that? Um, where the they, scene goes on too long, but I mean like what movie was that? The first was, ten seconds of it's hilarious, dude. Where they played battleships, but uh, what movie? Oh, White Chicks. That was White Chicks a long time ago. See, and uh, I don't think that's funny. They're sitting there having like a poop battle in the in the bathroom, and I'm just like, I don't think that's funny. Okay, well, I mean, it, you know I, what I'm saying? Like yeah. that, that kind of stuff, I don't really like. Um, and then again, like you said, the 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 urine in the in the beer bottles, and uh, and old boy drinking it. I'm just like, ugh, like that's just gross. I mean, I just, but it's supposed to be gross. I know, but it just it it, ta- it just it's I not mean, if funny. You got, like if you got turned on by that, it'd be, it'd be weird. But well, you're supposed to be like, oh, oh man, I can't believe he's doing that. It's like, it's supposed to be funny. Like yeah. it's supposed to be gross, but yeah. yet funny. Okay, I mean, I it's just like I said, it's just such a weird. Uh, you know, for as long as I've known you, it's still hard to figure you out because I guess I'm the same way in some. I just ways. like the people. I like to keep the people guessing, man. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Well, they're going to be guessing on your number twos from, from now on. Just <laughs> just keep deal. that in mind. They're going to be like, oh, oh. I can't wait. Because like, there are some where people are going to go like, yeah, call it a pretty good number five. Or I, I do like Aladdin or whatever. Yeah. But, uh, you know. <laughs> My number two is The Office. That's a good one. Uh, Yeah, but you agree that the eighth and ninth season are good still. And that's wrong. Well, that's probably true. Yeah. You do agree that. You're like, I do. it's not that bad. I'm like, what no, was my it, number it, two it, drama? Uh. I don't know. I don't remember. Yeah. It, see, it wasn't even. It wasn't even rememberable. So, oh, yeah, you're right. It was probably like uh, Doctor o- Who or something. Ozark or something. I think I made it a two for. It, okay, maybe Ozark. See, Ozark didn't finish strong, dude. It was not good. But 
So you said you have you gotten any more f- email feedback or? Oh yeah, I'm glad you mentioned that. I totally forgot. Yeah, our buddy Brock, uh, Lord of, <laughs> Lord of the Rings aficionado, finally got back to me on email, and um, I I, I got to read it to you because oh. I just I, I'm going to read you parts of it because yeah. I just thought I'll tell you what I I woke up that morning and and I got such a kick out of this email because he he is just me and him get along very good. You and you and him do too. And he uh, he says, uh, "Do you know how I met Brock? Huh? Do you know how I met Brock? I'm gonna tell you that story. No. So he's a movie freak, right? Like mm-hmm. he's, and I'm not making fun of him. He knows this. He goes to the movies on like premiere day, like sure. Uh, back when we used to go to midnight showings, yeah. He would show up at like three in the afternoon to get to get in line for <laughs> right. a movie that nobody's in line for yet, you know." He might even like uh, bring a lightsaber or something, you know. It's just that's that's Brock. Yeah. And uh, before I ever knew him, before he was at Best Buy or anything like that, uh, Lord of the Rings was coming out, mm-hmm. and it was Return of the King, the, the third and final one. He had been in line probably all day long, <laughs> right? Yeah. And I walk up at like I think the movie started at like I don't know, maybe midnight. I'm, I'm not sure. But I walk up at like eleven forty-five that night, and I just—I know all the managers, and I literally just walk right in front of Brock, who's number one in line, and I just cut him. And he's like, "What the?" And yeah. that's how like I got to talking to him, and I was like, "What's up, man?" What's... I mean, <laughs> see, I'll be honest with you—if I was him and I'd been there for you know umpteen hours, and some upstart little punk like you comes over here and gets in front of me i i would i would probably go out of my way i don't to think you're gonna do speak. anything i don't think you would do anything i would go out of my way to never speak to you again <laughs> i'd be it'd, it'd be very passive aggressive but rest assured it'd be very aggressive okay um, well. all right so anyway so brock's email um on one of the episodes uh, i heard you mention the eagles in <laughs> okay. a negative manner the eagles as in the lord of the rings eagles not the band um I want to say they were being compared to the dragons of Westeros at some point, which is true. We, we did. You did. And I believe that it was said that there was an issue that one or both of you had as well. In one of Tolkien's letters, he stated that they were not taxis and the journey called for stealth. Okay. Okay. Uh, he said not Ooh, fly them. This is deep. I know, yeah. Well, I mean, it's Brock, so of course yeah. it is. He's defending his, his passion. And so... Um, not fly them and drop them. Below is more... Yeah, this is where I, I, I love this. Below is more context about the Eagles if you've never read about them and wanted a bridge version. And he's got a link uh, for me, which I read. I did. I read the whole thing, dude. Okay. I read every word of it. And I'll tell you what, you know, I still... Okay, I'll, I'll tell you in a minute, sorry. And an audio clip from Tolkien about the criticism of the Eagles going to Mordor. So he's got an audio clip link on here, too. He said, I'm already pissed about Rings of Power. I don't need this kind of talk from now one of my favorite podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> he said, and I better not get a hotel response about this either. <laughs> oh, nice. See, okay, so that's like two weeks in the making because he sent me a text like a week or two ago, and he was like, what's that email again? I have got something to say. <laughs> but and I, but I, was, I, was, uh, I was reading it, and I did. I laughed out loud, and I, and I just I love, I love this kind of feedback. And so, again, I'm just going to encourage people, please, 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 because I really I got so much joy out of this and knowing Brock and everything. Um, so I, you know, I emailed him back pretty long thing. I'm not going to get into that, but, but, um, I just, I just got such a big kick out of it and appreciate that so much. And, and I promise all your buddies at, at, uh, work, uh, except for maybe Clint, I will, um, <laughs> give you guys a, a heartfelt, meaningful uh reply for any and all emails here far out what's here, here so far funny far is is that clint is one of 
Clint is one of your uh, harshest critics, yeah, but he's that. also a listener that like he keeps up with the show and he'll tell Good, me. Yeah, he'll send me stuff, you know. And I think it's because we both kind of make fun of you, but well, that's okay. But no, uh, yeah, I'm used well, to it. but yeah, you know that. But it, it's nothing like sure. too. So he sent me this picture, this meme of uh, Dwight getting crowned on mm-hmm. the office, mm-hmm. and he said, "Me letting Colin believe anything sarcastic could go over my head." Oh, okay. Uh-huh. <laughs> okay. So they, uh, yeah, Clint is so diehard that he actually, they listened to it on the overhead speakers at oh work. My gosh. And uh, then he watched the show fired up and they all were like, holy crap, this is horrible. And that's how they, that's how we all determine that your number two picks are normally not that great. And it's going to be followed up uh, the, the, as soon as you start getting feedback for the action movies. Because I'm not disagreeing with your action picks, but number two, you knocked me over on the floor with that. It, it just doesn't that's, – that's not a movie. It was Pirates of the Caribbean. Oh, that's right, that's right, that's right, that's right. Because this because it was last week, I can I say I it I couldn't now. remember. I couldn't remember But I was like, was. that is – like yeah. when I think of action movies, that never would ever cross my mind for action movies. I just – it just wouldn't. And I think you're going to get a lot of – I think you're going to get a lot of the same reaction I'm giving you right now. That's okay. But – Bring it on. Obviously, it's your it's your opinion. You know, Bring it so. on. All right. Well, are you ready to get into the episode or you got anything else to add? Uh, yeah, I guess uh, – sure, whatever. Okay, cool. Hauntings, Homicide, and Hearsay is a horror podcast that talks about exactly that. Join the host as they present and surprise each other with discussions about America's most notorious killers, haunted happenings, and urban legends with a little bit of comedy thrown in to shake things up. Hauntings, Homicide, and Hearsay is available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, and many more, so don't delay. Give them a listen today. So we uh, we decided uh, we got a lot of good feedback on uh, conspiracy theories and urban legends. Can I go first, though? Well, yeah, I'll let you go first. Go ahead. So we, um, so we're gonna kind of try to uh, come up with some more stuff for you. Um, we might overlap a little bit, so apologies in advance on that. But we'll try our absolute best not to do that too much. Um, but uh, yeah, so all right. Well, we'll let uh, we'll let Ben, since he's graciously asked to go first, go for it. Well, I just we discussed this other day. Um, flat Earth. Oh man, that's my first one too. That's okay. hilarious. <laughs> yeah, what about it? I just what do you think? I mean, oh like, man, no. Let me let me tell you something, buddy. I got I got some pretty interesting news on this. Um, not only do I know a quote unquote flat earther, an actual one in wow. real life, this guy that I know happens to believe, okay, that instead of just the Earth just being flat, it's just a hemisphere, meaning snow globe style, half of a ball. Like a, if you cut a ball in half, one half of it's flat, the other half is a big dome. And so the just, images of Earth from space is that all fake? I guess. I guess that's the in thought that, process. In that aspect, I, of I it? haven't seen. I'm 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 really upset. I haven't gotten to talk to him about this, so I don't know like what all he really believes in. But I was told by other people that have talked to him um, that that uh, that that's just that that's how, what he believes in, and I I I can't. All the all the evidence, pictures, let science. Me get this, let, me, let me interrupt you real quick. Flat yeah. Earth is like, let me make sure I understand it. Like it's a coin. We're sitting on a coin. But like literally, you could just fall yep. off of it into the nothingness I, of space. I mean, do we have anybody that has literally started in Los Angeles and flown over, like, or travel? Uh, you know, like, yeah. 
So then how is that even possible that it's, it's a, not, a real I, thing? You, you I know don't know. Like, uh, to me, it, I get it because when we're traveling from point A to point B, we're like just in a straight line yeah. or whatever. I understand that point, but at the same time, I'm like, if we have people that have literally said, like, I'll see you in a couple days or, you know, 80 yeah. days or whatever it is, yeah. I, I just refuse to believe that they just go off and, like, what if they go too far? Like, let's, let's say they're flying, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. I, the, the most common thing would be to be in a boat and just sail right off the map, right? Like, we Right off the side. Like, yep. just into space or whatever, I guess. Like, yeah. I guess. Yeah. I, it's probably the most, like, dumb. Uh, yes. I, I mean. I agree. I would rather believe so many things <laughs> than to believe that flat earth is real. Uh, um, I, I just, I don't know, man. Like, I, It's our, pretty out there. It's pretty. When our there. first episode came out on conspiracy theories, we probably went like I, I don't even know. It might be to this day we still talk about whether we landed on the moon or not. Mm-hmm. And I've just now that we've researched it and stuff, more pop ups in my TikToks and things. They are. There's more and more stuff that's like, holy crap, we didn't land on the. Moon. You know, like it just it's more suspect. You know what sure. I'm saying? And um, with this flat Earth thing, I just don't see where there's any evidence like i don't see it's fun to it's fun to watch videos of people trying to explain why would they think i think you it's come so across as dumb i do too and i, I do too i just I, there's not a lot to it's say fun, about it's it. fun to watch it's, there's not it's a lot to, to say it. about it but i i just uh yeah i i don't i don't know i mean is it anyway so case solved right there i don't think I mean, it's, not for me i think yeah like, for sure i do believe that uh, we go into space. Yeah. I don't know how far we go into space, but like, it was funny. Cause like I said, we've been talking about this for weeks now, just amongst friends and family and coworkers and stuff. Uh, Katie even told me the other day, she goes, did you see where that launch uh, to the moon was supposed to happen? And then it never just... Oh, Artemis, yeah. yeah. And they just never talked about it again. It didn't happen. They well, it didn't like, happen they, because they, the, the weather got... Uh, oh, okay. Okay. Wink. Yeah. You know, you, you, no, but... You, yeah, you weather that. weather has nothing to do with so with why not do it a week launches. later? Why why are they not doing it a week later? I don't know if those conditions exactly. aren't right. I don't okay, know. anyway, okay. Anyway. So flat Earth, pretty much, that's a null and void topic. I think right? so. I mean, I, I think mean, so. Okay, so what do you what do you got? Oh, well, actually, I've got a fun fact. Uh, uh, kind of a weird a weird thing. It's kind of interesting. Um, so did you know that there is a Japanese man? Uh, he's no longer with us, unfortunately, but he survived not just the first atomic bomb in Hiroshima. Well, we saw that in Wolverine, right? But he, but he survived, but he survived Nagasaki as well. He was at both places. He was in, in Hiroshima, Hiroshima, however you want to say it, on what was it, August sixth. And supposedly was close enough to the blast that the blast knocked him over. Okay. Yeah. So listen to this. So listen to this. Yeah. And so then he was on a business trip and then he went back home and got home in Nagasaki on the ninth, which as you know, was the second drop and survived that one. Guy lived to be 93 years old and died from stomach cancer. Which cancer is no surprise because you get all that radiation. That's what's going to happen to you. I'm not opposed to believing that some people probably survived it. I'm not. No, this isn't a conspiracy theory. This is oh. just a fun fact. Oh, this okay. guy. This guy survived not one but both atomic bombs, and that I think that's, supposedly. No, this is a fact. I'm telling you, hundred percent real. That's a hundred percent fact. I, it's just a fun fact. I'm throwing. How do they there. know that though? 
Well, because I don't know. I don't know. I don't know how they, they know it. They just know it. I don't know. Conspiracy theory. Oh, brother, it's not. But anyway, so my my um my second conspiracy theory, and this is kind of a small one. Um, a lot of people believe in uh, chemtrails. You've heard this. Oh yeah. yeah. Um, I think we kind of we kind of briefly explain touched. it though. I mean, well, so the the theory is that the vapor trails, uh, quote unquote, I'll say, in uh, airliners that you see flying over and stuff is actually. Um, a chemical that the government has apparently placed in these airliners, I guess, to either what spread cancer, disease, streaks in the sky. Yeah, like the, disease, the, that's what you're talking about. Yeah, disease, cancer, stuff like that. Um, and um, I guess to help control the population, I guess. Um, now, personally, knowing and keep in mind, I'm not an aviator, but I, I feel like I know a little bit about aviation and knowing what I do. They're vapor trails, dude. I mean, it's vapor. It's 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 air. It's not it's not chemicals. Well, this kind of goes with a conspiracy. I mean, like uh, I'm I'm gonna say that these these are gonna be more reaches than the other ones we talked about because I feel like the other ones we talked about are the biggest conspiracy theories out there that like aliens and the JFK yeah. and that you know those are the ones that everybody. Well, I'm starting small though too. I got a couple. Oh, ones. okay, sorry. So yeah, don't well, don't, don't to, put me under that blanket. To, well, but no. <laughs> I'm sorry, go ahead. Don't put me in a corner. Uh, so uh, to go along with that, though, and I, this is a little spiel I have, is that I believe that uh, they do control our population to a degree. And what I mean by that is I think that they have a cure for cancer, for most cancers. Well, that's funny. I was actually going to springboard off this chemtrail thing. I do as well, but I think there's way too much money to be made in treatment. That's exactly what I was just fixing to say. And, so, and, and, I, and isn't, that a, isn't that a dang shame? Too though, it's a horrible, horrible. If you've ever lost anybody to cancer, yeah. it's it's uh, you feel robbed because yeah. Nowadays, you and I, possibly, especially our kids, but you and I are more likely to survive mm-hmm. a cancer yeah. than twenty years ago. Oh yeah, and it has gotten progressively better, but you st- you're still going to go through quite a bit to survive mm-hmm. it. But I truly believe, and this is. Maybe some people are going to call me naive on this, but I think because of all your Washington lobbyists and your uh, chemical companies, big and, pharma, and your in radiation general. companies, mm-hmm. big pharma in general, yeah, sure, yeah, um, I believe that they are holding off or they're fighting off a simple pill injection, whatever the treatment is, yep. to where you walk away from, let's say, eighty percent of cancers. So I bet it's even higher than it that. Might be, and I think. Excuse me. I think without a doubt that our presidents and former presidents get those treatments that are out there. I think the super wealthy get those treatments that are out there. Mm-hmm. Um, and the common folk are just allowed to survive or not survive yeah. on the treatments that make the most money. Yeah. And that that goes back to having like a rig of, uh, of insurance being ridiculous and covering this, not covering that. I, I'm naive enough or whatever to believe that there is a cure for well over half the cancers out there. It's just who gets those treatments, who gets those experiments, wink, wink. Right. And uh, these trial things that we're talking about. I just, I refuse to believe that as advanced as we are in technology and medicine, that we cannot come up with a way to beat this. Yeah, I agree. And I think that that is part of what I'm talking about with population control. I think, uh, 
I think COVID was a man-made virus. I don't think it just appeared out of nowhere. I think it got released on accident. In China. We can say that. That's fine. I don't care where Wuhan, it was or Wuhan how. Or whatever, well, yeah. I don't care how it was or where it was. I just I believe that it was probably a man-made yeah, virus. Yeah, I agree with that. That we might have been experimenting for war purposes or whatever. I don't. Yeah. I don't. I don't know. I agree with that. But it's wiped out a million people or half a million people or more than that, whatever. And it has attacked people that with weaker immune systems and and already other illnesses. And we do have to have population control to a degree. We cannot have everybody out there staying alive to 150. Right. It's sadly. Yeah. I mean, I, I I don't. It's it's sad. Yeah. But uh, anyway, so along with the chemtrails thing, I don't necessarily believe that. Right. And I think you agree with that. But I do believe that in a roundabout way, there is population control um, um, and which, by our government. Yeah, and, and that is that is funny, though, you saying. Because, I mean, I'm telling you, that's exactly why I even brought that up. Is was I was going to springboard off that. And and I do, I do 100% feel like... Um, and and not even just necessarily medicinal uh, setbacks. I feel like um, I, I read an article, um, a couple articles actually. I read one. It's been a really, really, really long time ago. Um, some some British group did a study on um, Alzheimer's patients. You okay. know, and of course, as we all know, that we don't have a cure for Alzheimer's. Right. Um, uh, even though you know millions upon millions of dollars goes into research every year, I, I wonder have you ever looked up what's the youngest case of Alzheimer's? yeah, I don't, I, yeah, I don't know because normally it's old people. Yeah, yeah, you right. Know, well, so so, uh, but what what I thought was interesting is that this study just uh, found out that for whatever reason, I don't know if it's a chemical or whatever that's made, but if you don't have your appendix, if you get an appendectomy at some point, your appendix, which is a vestigial organ, organ, which means you don't need it, okay? Yeah. If you don't have your appendix, you are 33% less likely to get Alzheimer's. Less likely? Yes. You cut your chances of getting Alzheimer's by 33% is what this article said. And and it was a reputable source. Now, did I ever read anything like that again? No. Interesting. Interesting. And, 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 and again, and then another, another article I read once, some guy in, I think it was Detroit, had a 1960-something-odd Ford Mustang, okay? And he, according to this article, tweaked just a little something in it. I don't even remember what it was. I don't know the ins and outs of you know, right. car engines and stuff. But anyway, tweaked it. And this is, this is on gasoline, 500 miles a gallon. Oh, this is all bull crap. I mean, you know, I'm saying like, you're right. So I'm, you're telling I, me no, yeah, yeah, yeah. that, you know, Joe Smith in his garage in Detroit, Michigan can, can make a, make an old, a 1960s era motor get 500 gallon miles a gallon, but we can't figure that yeah, out. You know it, what I'm saying? It, it, well, look, look at, look at that this way. I mean, you're old enough to realize this too. I mean, like you're only three years younger than me, but still, <laughs> but still like, my memory at three is probably, you know, anyway, sure. TVs, mm-hmm. refrigerators, oh yeah, washers and dryers, uh, utilities, basically in general, light bulbs. Yep. I mean, not light bulbs, that's a bad example, but, yeah. but phones, sure. phones, uh, just any appliances. Yep. They used, TVs used to last 20 years. Oh yeah. I mean, it, and that's saying that if something went wrong with it, nowadays, this thing in your hand here, this phone it is made to start crapping out on you at minimum two years. Yeah. I mean, I've had mine for a year now, and I'm in that Apple upgrade program to where I get one every year. Okay. And towards the end of that year, my phone starts start to, to see it. it it's, I start to see it. I'm yeah. like, 
huh, my phone battery used to last two days, three well, listen, days. I, I had, now it's every other day or every day. I had and, a uh, Norelco, the, the the Razor people, yeah, yeah. made a dehumidifier, which we didn't have a, we didn't, it was just a fan, basically, a little fan that, I, that you put on your desk or wherever. Yeah. And, um, and I slept with that on it didn't have filter on or another but anyway i slept that on in my room every single night when i went to bed until i was 26 years old yeah and now you couldn't do that though if you bought it one broke. To- well it finally broke but if you bought one today oh heck no are you kidding me i've got a name, wa- name me name me one thing anything it doesn't have i mean anything that la- would last you 26 years now i mean not even I mean, some cars, but you got to keep them up. You know, yeah, you got to keep them up. But about, I mean, yeah. What, what I guess what we're talking about is you buy a product and you just don't do any modifications yep. to it and sit it there. Yep. And it lasts that long. No, it's not going to happen. Nothing. I mean, uh, I've got an alarm clock back there in my bedroom that has woke me up for the last thirty years. I, you know, I was like, yeah. I, I think I got it when I was like, <laughs> I mean, I might have been twelve or so, but it has literally like. It's never lost sound. It's never lost time. It's never lost the blinking uh, bulbs in it. Have right. never gone out. It's like twenty something, twenty six, twenty seven years old. Oh yeah. And I'm sitting there going, "What? You know, like if I bought an alarm clock tomorrow, you it get might be, you get two years out of it. Tops. Maybe, yeah, uh, maybe five if you're lucky. Yeah, but it, it's insane, dude. It Batteries insane. don't last as long as they used to. Remember, you put batteries in your Game Boy or something, and it would last like one or two months or yeah. maybe longer than that. And now it's like a week later. You're like, Oh man, I got to mm-hmm. get some new batteries. Yep. They, they, the government and businesses have come out with ways to just put the screws to us. Mm-hmm. So badly. What's that? Samsung's the best TV. Well, you're going to need another Samsung in three years, yeah. you know, cause oh, yeah. this, like we're to an age now where you buy a laptop laptop and mm-hmm. you walk out of the store it's already absolute. That's right. Yep. Oh yeah. That's why I'm not a PC gamer because that's the way you know. Yeah. That's I mean, the way it is. But like, I bought a TV. It's already out of date. You know, like there's already a better TV available now. Mm-hmm. Like my MacBook will not even work with my iPhone two or three years from now. Yeah. Like it's gonna be like, sorry, you got to update your MacBook. And what we mean by update is replace it, get a brand new right. one. Like you, it, which that's what kind of made me sad. I um I I asked there was this uh program that I had on my computer back way back when, um it was Star Wars Behind the Magic is what it was called right and it had it was it was it had a bunch of stuff about it was just just a bunch of behind the scenes stuff on Star Wars. One of the things I really liked about it is what it, is that it broke. It had a script, a copy of the script, and it went scene by scene, and you could click on. These question marks that would have point to stuff, tell you the names of ships and all that stuff. You know, very, very, very cool program. Anywho, I pushed for, I don't know, a couple years ago, I was like, man, I'd love to have that back for Christmas because I lost it and I'd love that program again because it's just neat to have, you know. And so I got it. Of course, put it in my, you know, modern computer. And it's like, oh, well, this isn't supported for this version of Windows, which now keep in mind... This disc came out before episode one did. So this okay. is a 22, 23-year-old program. But my point is, it's still on a CD. Yeah. It's not like some kind of weird laser disc or nothing like that. But it did not recognize the version. Like, the version of Windows I had didn't recognize the, the, the thing. And I think that's a shame, too. I mean, oh, it should, should be able to play all of it, man. I mean, well, I mean, you know, like, you can't even go back on software updates. Like, you know, like, yeah. it's I just got a thing on my Apple TV. It says... Uh, update your Apple TV if you have iOS 16 or higher. And I'm like, well, 
My phone doesn't even have 16 yet. Like right. the, the new iPhones are going to have it. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, what? Yeah. So anyway, yeah, they're uh, they're controlling stuff. They do all the time. So what do you think? Some of mine are going to be pretty short. Well, well like, here, just just uh, this is going to springboard onto my next next big thing before I have a rehash. Of so one. you have a springboard on your springboard? I do. I have, I'm, spring, I'm springboarding so, all over the place. So you went from man. chemtrails to controlling cancer to what's the next springboard? What are your thoughts about an Illuminati-type organization? Well, that's not really a springboard to cancer. Yeah, it is. Well, no, we're talking about. Well, we were talking about big business. Let's come back to that in a minute. Oh, well, that's, well, fine. That, that's, that's fine. That's, that's a big one. I get it. No, it's a huge topic. Sure. What's your next? But I'm just gonna hit you with some little ones. All right. Or well, my next one's a little. Yeah, one. no, that's fine. Some people believe there's a research facility in Alaska mm. that has mind control. Now, see, I've heard, I've heard the mind control one. I've also heard that they do, um, they are experimenting with um, weather control. And now this is now then I thought well, this was an interesting conspiracy theory. Just real quick, the weather control is another part of what I was going to talk Joplin, about. Joplin, Missouri, they thought that was a, a lot of people military. Think, yeah, a lot of people yeah. think that was a, a so, government made. But let's talk government. about this real Sorry, quick. Go ahead. Yeah, Sorry. I, well, that's a we're springboarding off the springboard. <laughs> a lot of springboard. Going but it on. says that this in the mountains of Alaska, you can find a research facility that, that scientists study uh, the farthest distance of the atmosphere. The facility sits on 33 acres of land that has over 180 antennas on it that collect data, wink, wink, mm-hmm. and radio waves and atmospheric occurrences. Mm-hmm. People think the antennas are ex- experimental weapons that control people's minds, but uh, they, they, and they also believe it caused the Columbia Space Shuttle to destruct oh. in 2003. In 2016, though, this is kind of debunking it, they had an open house where the public could go in there and uh, look, and I, they didn't see anything dangerous. So They cleaned it all out. Well, <laughs> you're telling me that they can clean Disney World every night they close at 11 o'clock and open back up at 7 and, and not you – know, you see what I'm saying? Like, oh, yeah, they Of course they could clean it out. Like, there's there's been – how many movies have we seen where, like, the secret base is here, and they storm it, and it's all gone? That yeah, can oh, happen yeah. easily. Yeah. So I don't know. Mind control. Eh, I don't mind know. Mind control is always kind of one of them weird things. Of course, you know they got that. You, you have your MK Ultra. You've heard of that. Yeah. Um. And and I mean, and you know, and I do think that there's a way to. We probably should have uh, discussed these amongst ourselves before we started this because we're all over the place. That's okay. But you know, like, I'm all, I love all over the place. Okay. This is great because right. I mean, these are these are genuine. This is real life. This is, this is genuine reactions. This is, discussion. This yeah. is great. But no, um, you know, because like MK Ultra, you know, talking about mind control stuff. Yeah. And and I don't doubt that there are definitely chemicals and stuff that you can do to severely influence somebody's mind. Now, keyword key influence. Yeah, I, I do agree. with Yeah, but as far as as far as just straight up, Ben, I want you pick to pick that up. Yeah. Yeah. Then, pick, pick that up. Yes. Right now. Yes. Now you know, hit no. this button. Yeah. Yeah. No. Not. I don't necessarily uh, believe that. I don't know. Um, they did a lot of weird weird like acid trip experiments mm-hmm. on the military and stuff in mm-hmm. like germany and like vietnam days but to, but even back to, to world war Two, yeah like with the gases uh-huh. and the, the acid and the and the like different types of drugs and well, things. did we talk did i talk about did we talk about that at all last time because there's like what well there was that military that, experience experiments or whatever yeah like because well, there was a group there was like that well, Jap- th- so Essentially, though, when you're signing up for the military, you're signing your life away for however X many years. Sure. You're their property for however many years mm-hmm. you sign that contract. So I look at it both ways. I'm like, well, that's kind of messed up they do that. And then also at the same time, I'm like, well, you signed up. So. Well, but did you, did you um, hear about that, that group in Japan? It was some unit. I don't, oh, man, I wish I remember what it's called. It's some dark stuff. But, Kung Pao? No, but they did. <laughs> 
they did uh they they did experiments you know well i mean well i think we talked about this on another one uh on uh, like jewish people they did like medical oh, experiments tons. on and yeah and well the, the japanese would would take would take them too and they would yeah they would do stuff like i mean they would uh they would amputate limbs and sew them on other parts of people's bodies and see if all that stuff worked back then dude it was very very freakish what they would do to oh, people I mean, yeah and not that they're not still doing it today but of course i remember the only one i heard about as a kid that i thought and, and it's funny because even back then if you take your humanity out of the equation, I feel like all the results and all those experiments would be very interesting, you know, to see. Yeah. Um, just because, like, there was one was, like, you know, they used to put um, people, like, in, in like, uh, ice baths. This is a, this is a very uh, mild example. But they'd put them in ice baths, see how long they could last in freezing, how long the human body could last in freezing water, you know, and stuff like that. And, I mean... You know, and I and I do feel like a lot of those experiments probably taught us a lot of what we know about modern medicine. But gosh, it's just severely, severely unethical and just wrong. So back to what you were talking about, um, the Illuminati. Oh, okay. There's well. a complex in North Dakota built during the Cold War. Yep. But people think it was the Illuminati. It's a, so it says uh, it was built in the 1970s to detect incoming missiles. The $500 million building is shaped like an unfinished pyramid, hmm. much like the one you can see on the back of the dollar and has a round circle on its face of an eye. Yeah. Mysteriously, the building was opened in an operation for one day. It opened on October 1st, 1975 and closed on October 2nd, 1975, when Congress decided to end the program, wink, wink, leading many to construct conspiracy theories, believing that the building was used by Illuminati uh, which the symbol of the pyramid is the Freemasonry, you know? Yeah. Uh, but anyway, I, I, so go, go in now. You can go into what you're talking about. The Illuminati. I mean, like, uh, um, I don't, I don't necessarily know, like if they all put on robes and do like these rituals and stuff. I don't necessarily know about that, but like, I do, I do feel like the, like you said, the super rich, you know, like your Rockefellers and your, and your, uh, uh, like Bill Gates, I guess, and all them guys, and and Henry Ford, and all those the super super rich. I do I do feel like that they shape a lot of of what we experience as as the little guy. There's um, no doubt that like you know, and this is gonna I'm sure this is gonna stir some people, but like no matter who the president is, he's just a figurehead. Yeah, I mean like it doesn't matter. I, yeah, I don't I mean, care what you say. Like people are like Trump, no Trump made his own decision. No, he didn't. <laughs> there, there, right. there are people behind him. Yeah, oh yeah. That tell him like, we, you know, this is the new bill. This is what it says in it. Just say yes to mm-hmm. this bill. Mm-hmm. I mean, everybody, even back to the greatest president of all time, who should have served eighteen terms, Ronald Reagan. Like, every, he was an actor. He was an yeah. actor that was opposed, that posed as a president. You mm-hmm. know, like he stood up on a on a pedestal and was like, "Let me tell you a joke today." <laughs> Fantastic president, love him to death. But he was—he's he, not the—he's not in charge. There, it's not a king or queen type thing. Right. This is a this is a cabinet like figurehead type person. We, we're told to be mad at this guy. We're told to love this guy, mm-hmm. and it doesn't matter. So like, what you're saying about the rich people—they get those guys in power to oh, yeah. control them. Oh like, yeah. Hey Joe Biden. Hey Donald Trump. We gave you. I'm just using those two because it's the most recent sure. two presidents we've had. But, like, hey, uh, remember that $80 million donation uh-huh. I gave you? Uh-huh. I think you need to make sure that this radiation bill goes yeah. through. Oh, yeah. You know, like, it's so, like, I, I believe that politicians do set out to do good. 
And then they all, through time... They all fall. All of them. I believe that. You're telling me that, like, how hard would it be for me to come to you and you tell me no and I gave I got you an office like oh, the yeah. money I gave you right got you an office and you're gonna tell me no on a cigarette bill or something mm-hmm. I mean I'm gonna be like Colin just as easy as I put you in there I'm gonna get you out yeah oh, I've yeah. got the money I, I gave you a lot of money but that was a write-off dude uh-huh. uh, you know I know how to cheat the system I know how to get my IRS whatever as a rich part you know whatever but so there's no doubt in my mind that like I don't know about Illuminati but like you said, the multi-rich, the multi-wealthy, hundred percent. They 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 run the country. Yeah, and it's disgusting to me that they would rather put their people in jeopardy and go to like Mexico and run a plant there, or mm-hmm. instead of paying their workers an extra five dollars an hour yeah. to keep jobs in the U.S. to keep the U.S. strong econom- economy wise. All they care about is like my next bonus is yeah, going to be say money and power. Is, it's is, ridiculous, dude. Yeah. How much money is too much money? I don't think there is an amount. You see what I'm saying? Like there should be. For me, there's too much money. Like because I mean, I never, I would never spend. I'd if, walk away you know, if you like. So if I was a football player, if I was worthy enough of having the talent and skill to be a football player or baseball player or basketball player, it doesn't matter. Yeah. They're all entertainers. I don't care what they try to say. Right. We're not here to entertain. Yes, that's exactly what you're doing. <laughs> you are exactly here to entertain me. Sure. I give a hundred dollars to go see a football game. You're there to make me have a good time. Yeah. You're right. You know, by your skills that you have. Yeah, you're right. Uh, talent. Let's just, I don't even know if skills, but anyway, it is skills because I can't do it, but it's a talent too. Sure. I don't care how much steroids you pump me up with. I can't hit home runs like Albert Pujols. Right. You know? So anyway, um, uh, my point was, is like, if I signed a contract for the St. Louis Cardinals or whatever, and they were like, well, we got you for a five-year deal for $40 million. I'd be like, well, I got news for you. In five years, I'm retiring. Oh yeah, because I, mean, you don't need, I any don't more money need than that. more than four. My kids don't. My great grandkids don't right. need more than forty million dollars. I'm not an idiot. I'm not going to blow it. Right. How could how could you possibly fathom blowing forty million? dollars? So many people do though. Man. They do. Like you hear about these lottery winners yeah. and stuff. And it's yeah, they just... do. They support everybody they went to high school with and all their family and all that mm-hmm. bull crap. And you know the thing about lottery is is that okay if you won the lottery would you uh, would you go pick it up yourself? Or yeah. Would... Oh really? Yeah. So you'd have it out there like Colin won the lottery. No, I, I, I would. It would be a private thing, but no, I would. Well, I mean, you go in to pick it up. They'd have pictures of you and have it in the news and everything like that. You can't just be like, no, I don't want to. You know, I don't want it to be known that it was me that won the. You know what I'm saying? You either you either want to be public or not. See, I would pay you a million dollars to go pick my 180 million up. I'd do it for a million dollars, sir. Okay. <laughs> We got a deal. So if Ben wins the lottery, he's going to pay okay, me a million dollars. But back dollars. to what we we're yeah, but roundabout what we we're saying is when is it too much money? I mean, like I know for a fact, like every year we get a bonus at the end of the year, mm-hmm. and every year it's either going to be like a hundred percent or eighty percent or one hundred five percent. And I'm sitting there going, uh, I think it was I think it was Rosie O'Donnell on the Howard Stern show. She said uh, NBC gave her a check for twenty seven million dollars for her daily talk show. She said. I wasn't even really shocked. The only thing that shocked me was if I'm getting $27 million, that means they're getting $270 million or yeah. whatever. Oh, yeah. That, you know, like, that's the thing is that, like, our bosses and our heads of our organizations, they're getting more and more and more than we are. As you go up the ladder, they're getting more. The next oh, second's yeah. more. So you're getting, let's just say, at the end of the year, you get a ten grand bonus, right? Mm-hmm. That means your foreman or boss probably got fifteen to twenty grand. Oh yeah, and then is. his foreman or boss got thirty to fifty grand, and then the, then it goes up to a hundred grand, then it goes up to millions, and then you're like, 
what the crap? Like, why go? Are we that greedy that we can go to Mexico and go, well, now my hundred grand bonus is now 800 grand, Uh you know, or whatever. Like, it's just so stupid. We hurt ourselves as a whole to benefit one person. Yeah. So anyway. And that's not ever going to change. Right. There was a pretty interesting... um, on a ask Reddit, it's they got a, pretty preachy there, didn't it? Yeah, okay. I mean, you're right. No, and that's the thing. Like, uh, so I, I follow the subreddit. It's called a uh, ask Reddit, and one of the thing was it said realistically, what is keeping us from world peace? You know, and okay. I mean, you know, it, it's 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 easy to say. Well, obviously, all the you know jihadis, <laughs> you know, but no, but um, a lot of people said you know just greed. In general, just greed and and the fact that the fact that humans, I think the word that was thrown around was tribalism, yeah, a lot. You know that that you know you tried. There's not ever a solution to where everybody gets an equal amount. And well, the so, world can't work that way, right? I'm and not, so, I'm not. And so so as as long as there's people getting more than other people, there won't ever be. But there, other countries have tried to do like that. Everybody makes twenty dollars an hour, right? And their economy fails because yeah. you can't can't, can't work you can't on it. have yeah. that. You have to have differential of of of, of lifestyles right. and incomes. Mm-hmm. You know, we've had that discussion before, where like you're born into something, or you you can only reach a certain level of whatever. That may be true, but I I refuse to believe you can't better yourself. Right. Uh, it may take you a thousand tries, mm-hmm. but but you can get a better job a better income a better level of uh degree or something mm-hmm. like that but anyway so uh what's another one that what's another conspiracy theory where um the only other one i got and this is kind of a little bit of a rehash of um of uh the last episode uh was 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 area 51 okay. specifically um do you think there's anything there I think it's a government facility. I don't know what's in there. Uh, I think I think that they probably. I personally. I told I, you I didn't really believe in aliens. I don't think. I, I think I think that they probably do um, test experimental technology there. You know, stealth yeah. stealth fighter stuff like that. Um, now it it one of the creepiest. <laughs> I was watching a documentary on it one time, and it is super creepy just how locked down. It is because you know they got that fence. So, do you believe though that you should have the right to know everything? I mean, I don't. You know, you're like I'm not. Saying I think I think that there are, and, and this again just might be that indoctrination, but I do believe that there are some things better kept from the public. Uh, uh, there's no doubt, you know, because I mean, look at. But then again, look at the turmoil it causes. Oh well, yeah, you know. So, it it it. Uh, by having those lockdown things, then you, everybody's mind starts to brew on what mm-hmm. what's in there, what's in there, and then you get these one or two people that are so self entitled they believe they have to know that, that they should be have the right to know, and then they they get these followers, and then it becomes a whole because like let's you just know. let's just say for example, they've nearly completed development on the new generation of of jet fighter for over here. It's going to completely. It's going to completely rewrite the laws of physics, and we we will be unstoppable, which pretty much are in the air anyway. But, um, and then, like you said, if you want to have full transparency, let's say, you know, oh well, yeah, come on in and check out our new, you know, F thirty eight, uh, super stealth fighter. You know, nobody's ever seen it before. This is amazing. You know, and then of course. You know, every Joe Schmo that lives in the area or even around the country would come and see it, obviously, because that's pretty awesome. Uh, but then also, you know, uh, 
uh, Vlad Vladimovich from you know Russia. If I, yeah, you know, comes in and says, "Oh yeah, 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 yeah." This he's is going, "Oh, yeah." He's like, "Oh, let me take some pictures." You know what I'm saying? So yeah, I think I think that there absolutely should be a level of classification to some stuff. Well, I just I I kind of get a little bit annoyed by the that's my right and this is my right. Yeah. You know? There are limitations to rights. I mean, like, we are the freest country, you know, basically in the world. Mm -hmm. And uh, yet we still whine and piss and moan about, like, well, you can't tell me to do that. It's my right. You know? Right. I mean, man, dude, like, what have we, where did this come from? Like, where did it get so self-entitled? Like, uh, you know, that's all I'm trying to say. Like, just who are you? Because we allowed women to vote. Oh my lord! <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. That's a, that's just a joke. That's a Ben and Collins show at <laughs> gmail dot com. Uh, no, I'm, I'm obviously I'm kidding about that. I don't believe that was the beginning. Um, I don't know where the beginning was. So what do you, how do you feel about? Uh, there's a giant active volcano under Yellowstone in Wyoming, and if it erupts, it could wipe out uh, the U.S. What do you do about that? Uh, Conspiracy theorists believe that the government knows when it will erupt. So, but, well, so, okay. All right. So this opens that discussion. Would you want to know the date and time you were going to die? Uh, date and time I was going to die. Not how. No, you can do how to. I don't care. How, date, and time. It's got a final destination issue, isn't it? I don't know. Would you want to know? Oh, boy. Um... Because, I mean, isn't that kind of what the government's playing with? It's like, we know when you're going to die. We're just not going to tell you if you want to go with that conspiracy. So, personally, you, Ben. Gosh, I don't know, man. Because you got to think about it. I mean, you'd live your life different. For you sure. Would try to, you would try to. I would rush a lot of things. I like mean, yeah. Like, you so, know. you know, and and so, you know, and then, too, that kind of goes back. I saw another. This is on Reddit. I'll tell you, you get on Reddit and you read a lot of stuff. But. There was another thing that said that if you woke up today in your 18-year-old body, knowing everything that you do, you know, how would you feel? What would your first thing be? And, of course, a lot of people are saying, you know, because obviously your first thing is, oh, well, you know, I would, you know, not date that ex or, you know, oh, well, I would, you know, not do this. But the problem is every single thing that you've done up to this point in your life has gotten you to where you are. So like if you for everything I don't think everything nah, dude listen nah. everything listen if you I mean you know okay me eating a cheeseburger versus a piece of pizza is not going to alter me getting my job that I have now you know what I'm saying I just don't believe that unless there's a bug in the cheeseburger you would have eaten and would have given you some kind of sickness and you missed an interview <laughs> you know what I'm saying okay. you don't know you don't know uh, I mean I, you know? I, I disagree well but... somebody said somebody said like um somebody said that on there they said yeah well because this guy this particular person had you know a wife and kids and everything and it said you know i would know it would be just really hard when you were when you were dating your wife to just pretend like you didn't know that you were going to end up together without scaring her off you know what i'm saying because like because i can imagine yeah, you like, get pretty creepy you know what i'm saying be like yeah. uh, hey you know well your sisters you know blah blah, blah. and and you know you know what if all you this found out it didn't it? matter though what if you found out it, that you would still have your two kids exactly how they look with anybody 
Oh, well, oh, with anybody like another <laughs> like, woman? No, I'm just saying like just it does it just doesn't matter. I mean like it you're going to end up with your two kids regardless if it's April or not and you go back to 18. I don't know. <laughs> I'd end up with April still. Okay. I I wouldn't I can't imagine being married to anybody else. I guess I'd bless Katie with that gift twice, I, you know. I, I, <laughs> but but no, I mean but you know, but yeah, if you if you put that constraint on it, obviously then yeah, you have a little more freedom to do stuff, but you couldn't. You can't do that. I'm just saying that, like, you, you wouldn't, wouldn't have you wouldn't have Jack and 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 Luke just the exact same way they are now. What if they were though? Is I'm not. That's all I'm saying. Put a twist on it. Well, yeah, if they were, then I mean, I'm having know. a attack here. Uh, so all right, yeah, the date and death thing. I I, I don't know. I mean, like, ultimately, I know where I'm going to end up. Yeah. So. so uh, I don't know if I'd want to know or not, but gosh, that's a that's a tough one. I know uh, it is because uh, the date and death thing—I I just don't know. I, I know where I'm ultimately going to end up again, but uh, or you know, gosh, I, I feel like that's the thing. Like what you just said about the 18 year old thing—go back and live again. I, I don't think it would do you any justice or service at all to know your date and time and how, because you're going to live it differently. And if you go back at 18, knowing what you know now, you're going to live it differently. You're, you're not going to do the same things. I don't care what you say. Uh, now, I'm not going to go you as You could far. try, but you couldn't. I yeah. would do a lot of things. You don't have any regrets? I mean, again, like I was saying before, I am a, I am a very firm believer that every choice, every decision, every action I've ever made has gotten me to where I'm at. Yeah, my, I wouldn't have my kids the way they are and stuff and like that. So, if I could go back, I mean, I'm, you know, I'm not gonna do. Uh, just uh, at the risk of at the woo, risk, you that's know, tough, dude. Keep I, in mind, keep in mind that being said, every other decision I'd make, I'd I'd stay that way. But I'd probably like you know invest in. I was just Amazon watching an interview with somebody like saying something about regrets. And, but and money, like, money. Money is the only thing I'd change. I'd put, I'd, I'd, I'd go all in on Amazon or something like that. But that's the, or or Netflix or something like that. That's so the you, only thing I'd really change. Full of Biff Tannen. Is what oh yeah. Saying. And then you would be the guy we were just talking about earlier that would move your company to Mexico to save more money to. I, I don't want to. I don't want to own a business. I just want to have a lot of money. Okay. <laughs> I, you know. I mean, you know, I'd, I'd be from, I'd be from Collinsville. We'd I just in, know that we'd be in Collintown right now. Yeah, I'd have a moat and a dragon. And, See, but that would alter my kids being born and stuff. I think. Yes, according to you, if you did, if you made different money choices, I think, I think one small trip to wherever you go to invest money wouldn't change things too, too much. You'd bet on one Super Bowl or something, and, and that'd yeah. be it. And then Luke and Landon would not be here. Oh, then I wouldn't change it, obviously. Because huh. again, where I'm, I'm fine with where I'm at. Yeah, no, 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 no. There's no question. Again, about the that. only thing I change is I have some more money in my in my checking account. That's yeah, it. but that would, but according to you, eating a different burger or whatever would change that. So <laughs> you know, right. um, I'm just saying. No, you're right. Um, so what about uh, what about? We're still doing conspiracy. Do, we, do you have any urban legends? Mm-mm. Oh, you don't have any urban legends. No. Well, I'll throw an urban legend in there. All we right. totally missed last time, and we should have covered oh. it. The Loch Ness monster. Oh, <laughs> I mean, that's a great urban legend, right? Yeah. So, so the the urban legend is that in, um, I guess what Loch Ness, huh? 
Scotland? Yeah, Scotland. Uh, that there is a plesiosaurus? I don't know. What is that the dinosaur we're going with? Whatever. Uh, just swimming around, hanging out. No, does not There's exist. There's nothing in there. No. I mean, there's a bunch of fish. Okay. That's it. No, and I'll tell you why. I said because we have, I feel, or not we, obviously, but humans have radared and, you know, metal. Have, have they, though? Well, I think so, yeah, surely. Have right? they ever drained it? Well, no, they can't. I mean, that's not realistic. They can't drain a, a lock. Yeah, they can. It's just a little f- freaking uh, pond. Yeah. And then, and then they can't drain it and, and refill that. They can't do that's that. That's what dams and stuff are for, dude. Yeah, they could do that. I don't think it's worth that to find a dinosaur that doesn't exist. Just to put it all to an end? Yeah, I think it is. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we can't burn every forest down to prove there's no Bigfoots, you know. But, but <laughs> We this, can try. Well, this thing doesn't live in the Atlantic Ocean. It lives in a lock. You know, yeah, which is like right, a, yeah. their version of a pond. I don't know how big it is, though. It's pretty know. big, but yeah, so. but still, they can divert that water somewhere. They have to be <laughs> able to do that. And if not, build a system to divert it to make sure it, you know, if a dinosaur goes through, then you're like, oh, what? Which that kind of that kind of goes that kind of goes with the whole thing, though. Why has there not been any just HD pictures of this thing? Okay. You know? Well. All the pictures are either in black and white or very grainy. Is there like a show called Finding Nessie or whatever? Like, I'm sure. Surely. Probably over in like Scotland, Ireland. <laughs> but uh, all right. So uh, still no on the Bigfoot too, by the way? Yeah, I don't think he exists either. All right. Well, uh, here's here's a fun one. This is a, uh, there's, <laughs> there were a lot of mattress firm stores oh, yeah. in Illinois. Yeah, all, I read this one. All within a few miles of each other. Mm-hmm. And like there's a, obviously there's an image you guys can't see because you're listening to a podcast, but. On this Google Maps, I, you're on the. I think you're on the same article I saw. Yeah, yeah. No, like it's one, exactly two, three, dude. four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, at least fifteen within a ten mile radius of each other. Oh yeah, that's a money laundering thing, absolutely, hundred percent. And it's Chicago. Although this is funny, I will say I saw a commercial for um, St. Louis the other day. Yeah, and it was pretty funny. It was talking about how um, this guy said, "So why should I, you know, move to St. Louis?" And they said, "Well, because." Because we're, you know, the birthplace of, of uh, jazz or something like that. And, um, and the guy, or the blues or whatever he said. And then I said, yeah, but aren't you like one of the top murderers per, you know, capita <laughs> in the country? And he said, yeah, but we had toasted ravioli, you know, and he kept saying all this stuff. And at the very end, the big tagline was, come to St. Louis, the friendliest place to be murdered. <laughs> and I thought that was pretty funny. What about Stonehenge? Um,. I think that might have been like a druid thing, you know. Um, so just way before our time. Yeah, just you know, cause like uh, like Viking type people might have might have used it as like a uh, uh, a holy I mean, site. It's possible it's just a formation of rocks, right? Oh, so I guess the question. Well, no, because I mean, if you see it, you know, it's clearly they were placed there. Uh, okay. But then, of course, you get into how in the world did they build the pyramids? You know what I'm saying? I've never. What's in a pyramid? Well, have you seen Moon Knight? Oh, come on. <laughs> no, it's a tomb. It's just a big tomb. That's all it is? Mm-hmm. It's, it's not like a castle? No, just a big tomb. So the only thing that's actually like entrable or you know whatever yeah. is the bottom, going down into it. Mm-hmm. Like the, All that pyramid is just rock. There's it's just no a big, tunnels. big, the way I understand it, it's a big monument to their pharaohs. That's stupid. I mean, it's Egyptian. Stupid. 
Uh, there's a sinkhole in Louisiana. 34-acre sinkhole opened up in the bayou in 2012, and it's still growing. The New York Times described the incident as the, the, the day the earth opened up. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> there, uh, many believe that this sinkhole is connected to the entire Gulf of Mexico, hinting at a future cataclysmic event that will swallow the entire region. In other words, everything between Texas and Florida will be sucked into the earth. Wow. And there is no scientific proof that it is true, but weird, right? Yeah, that is, that is odd. Uh, <laughs> I've always kind of been uh, kind of been uh, entertained by the conspiracy theory of the hollow earth uh, thing. Okay, that's another weird one. You know, like, I mean, can't we disprove that? I mean, you'd think. Right? I mean, like, I don't know how deep we can go because of all the volcanic activity that was that supposedly is inside of the middle of the Earth. But, I mean... Uh, In the core, they just built a drill ship like Shredders on Teenage Mutant <laughs> Turtle. And just, yeah. <laughs> it just shot down what into the Earth. Called? What was it? The Technodrome. No, the Technodrome was the big circle thing. Oh, but it was in the middle of Earth, right? It was in Dimension X, man. Gosh, you need to you need to bone up on your turtle turtle tr- trivia. What about the John F. Kennedy and Abraham Lincoln connections? That's urban legends. Oh right yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, that's pretty weird. Like okay, so yeah, go ahead and Lincoln read that and the... Kennedy both have seven letter names. Both presidents were elected to Congress in forty six and later in sixty. Both were married in their twenties while themselves and their married women in their twenties while they were in their thirties. Both assassins were born in 39 and were known by their three names, and all of them composed of 15 letters. Booth ran from a theater and was caught in a warehouse. Oswald ran from a warehouse and was caught in a theater. The assassins were both Southern. Both presidents were named, both successors were named Johnson and born in 08. Both Kennedy and Lincoln were particularly concerned with civil rights and made their views very strongly known. Both presidents were shot in the head on a Friday. Lincoln had a secretary named Kennedy who told him not to go to Ford's Theater. Kennedy had a secretary named Lincoln, and she warned him not to go to Dallas. Both Oswald and Booth were assassinated before they could be put on trial. You're going to tell me all that? So you need somebody? I don't know, dude. I'm just so saying. Like... I'm, I'm just picturing. I'm picturing a CIA guy. Let's see. Okay. So Kennedy. But you're trying to find the good in this dude. No, you're trying to find good, the irony. This is a good. This is just real. So he Man, said. So let's see. So Kennedy. You're gonna put it past him though. Kennedy has a secretary named Lincoln, but Lincoln had a secretary named Kennedy. It's just a weird. It's a weird. Lee Harvey Oswald and John Wilkes Booth were both born in '39. So that you works out. You can make out. fun of it. You can make fun uh, of it all you want, but oh, uh, let's see. Uh, oh, let's let's name the Johnsons after. Uh, put the Johnsons in power after him. Oh man. Oh, that's a good. That's a good coincidence. I'll tell you what. This all. This all. <laughs> it's it's just too. It's too. It's a coincidence, man. There's no way some nerd figured all this out before it happened. And then okay. happened. Whatever. Dude. I'm saying that you could draw conclusions like that. To I'm anything. a little depressed that you're going that route, but okay. Well, listen, no, the same. Okay, same, same. It's eerie, is it not? Same type of thing, dude. Nostradamus. All right, whoever that guy was, apparently had all these supposedly prophesied events, right? 
but you always notice that none of these prophecies are even talked about once until after the event happens. Nobody had even heard about Nostradamus until like what, like nine eleven, and then all of a sudden, he, oh yeah, well you know Nostradamus wrote in there, two great birds will run into two giant steel beams, and it's like, dude, it's e- I'm just saying it's easy to predict an event is going to happen after it's happened. Well, what's interesting about that is, and again, this is just my beliefs, but like you can look at what the Bible, you know, re- revelations, mm-hmm. you, can, you know, talk about the end of times and sure. stuff. And I don't believe it's like a specific, like only in like five months or five years. I mean, it's going over this whole period of time, but like we are increasingly, it is increasingly, there are more natural occurrences are happening like tornadoes and earthquakes and things like that. I'm not saying that the end of the world is tomorrow, but it is, that is coming to fruition to, a, you know, I mean, it's hard to argue that. Like you said though, to a degree, but again... And, and see, that this is the problem. This is the problem with figurative literature, okay? Is since it is maybe, well, maybe, maybe it's not. It's, since it's not what I would consider, because you always hear, you always hear, especially like in Revelation, a lot of it is figurative. It's it's a metaphor. You know, it's not like a literal. I guess, but do you not feel like. I mean, it, a, don't get me wrong. It could be, it 100% could be literal. Uh, what, a six tailed beast or whatever could show up. I don't know. Well, there's some symbolism in there that, like, I mean, to a degree, Christians are already being persecuted, you know, like, not to the degree of they're talking about, like, you know, the tattoos and all yeah. that. Like, but. See, that's what I'm saying. Like, you can draw stuff. Oh, there. That's from what anywhere. I, I, don't, I never want to go this route, but, but that's what's so interesting to me about the Bible is that. We could both read a scripture and interpret it totally yeah. different ways, even though it is the word that we're supposed to be based off of. And the know? problem is, though, too, is that, again, like you said, depending on who you are, you can also twist it. Unfortunately, that is to true. Be, that to mean be what you want it to mean, uh-huh. you know? So, right. yeah, I mean, that's and that's just kind of the, that's the tough part. So, on, a, on the religious topic, sure. uh, demons, mm-hmm. believe in those? Um, You mean like exorcism style? Like possession, yeah. Uh, no, I don't think so. Okay. Um, I think like, like, you know, you see all these exorcism videos while creepy, they are creepy. Uh-huh. I don't think that there are, I don't think that there are actual spiritual demons come from hell can take over you. Now I think now keep in mind, I think that people that, you know, do super evil things that people, you know, blame, well, the demon made me do it. Now, don't get me wrong. I do feel like they might believe that because hmm. like okay okay good example little little local news here oh uh michael carneal okay heath mass shooter you know yeah. he's up for parole in case Yesterday. you haven't been following news yeah um he's been in prison for 25 years from what i was told what i'd read or what i'd heard um you know back when he was 14 he said that the voices told him to do it okay 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 all right that's fine Here's the part that I have a problem with. Did they let him out, by the way? Did they ever decide to let him out? Like I think it just happened, so I don't know if they made it public or not. Well, anyway, so supposedly again, sorry, we're a week in advance. Yeah, so so supposedly though they're having trouble. A week delay. Sorry, this is what. So they're having trouble. They're having trouble deciding whether they should let him let him out, right? So then they asked him, "Well, have you? When was the last time these voices have have told you to hurt somebody? Oh, a few days ago." Oh yeah, okay. Well then, let's go ahead and let you out, dude. No, that ain't, first of all, that ain't no demon. That's just pure no. psychosis, is what that is. Okay, I understand what you're saying. 
But you don't agree with me. Well, no. No, you're taking it another way. I, I guess what I'm trying to say is, do you... Th- it's weird. It's a weird topic because it, it gets so borderline. What you're saying is absolutely true. It's a scapegoat for some people. Yeah. And that's a, that's an example of him using it as a scapegoat. What mm-hmm. I'm talking about is there are people out there with like these deep seated dark urges to rape or kill or kidnap or molest or whatever. And I don't know. Uh, I, I want to believe that um, it might be uh, some sort of evil inside them. Like, Cause you're just hoping somebody's not just that awful. Well, that it's, it's one of two things. It's, it's, it's either there are evil presences in our world today. And I believe that there probably are to a degree or it's a mental uh, disability. Yes. And I, you know, I'm just not educated enough or strong enough in my uh, literature to be able to argue both sides of it. I'm just saying that I have never, I've had an urge to be like, man, I want to punch that guy in the face, but I've never wanted to carry that urge further. Like I'd like to stab that guy. You know, like I've never had that thought in my mind of like, sure. Have, have I had thoughts of like, I wouldn't care if that guy dropped dead tomorrow. That's just a feeling. Like yeah. that's that's just like I don't care for that person. Well, I mean, that, that's but, thing, but to that... want to go and like get in my car, drive to the park, and lie to children and say, "Y'all want to see some puppies? Yeah. I got puppies in the van." And then I take them somewhere and I. But do I think there's a demon inside you? No, I don't know. I think that's a mental. I think that's a mental defect. I don't know. I mean, I I I think that there are evils in this world. Uh, yeah, uh, and and but I don't think I don't think they're literal. I hate to right, call it a mental defect. I don't think they're. I don't think they're. I don't think that they are literal right hand of Satan himself coming in and doing that. I think. I think these are just really disturbed people. Man. Okay, so but but on that <laughs> super disturbed on that on that angle of what's Satan's goal though? What do you mean? He to cause disruption and chaos. Huh? Yeah, I mean if if you're a believer. That's yeah. what it, that's what it's all about. He's wanting to spread that evil everywhere, and man, it's everywhere it, in different forms. Yeah, right. So I, I mean, what you're saying is kind of contradicting of the mental illness thing. I mean, it it is what it is. It's it's still accomplishing his goal. Yeah. If you believe that, and I mean, I do believe that, and I, but I don't know if it's a sickness or if it's an actual demon or whatever like that. I just. That's an I, urban legend all I'm saying, type I'm religious saying basically dis- discussion. It's, but. I feel like I feel like that when people are like that, I feel like it's more of a physical thing than a spiritual thing. Okay. All right. Is, well, is all I'm saying about it. I mean, it. you know, I get it. So let's let's get a little lighter. Okay. Uh, how about Deflate Gate from NFL? Like <laughs> that conspiracy there. Um, Do you know enough about it? I know a little bit about it. Okay. Uh, well, let me ask you this, though. This is for all you Tom Brady lovers out there, you <laughs> let me ask sick you, people. Let me ask you this, though. Okay, so so let's say that they did you know, purposefully deflate those balls and everything. Would that not uh, put the other team in an advantage, too? Uh, Explain it to me. I uh, mean, because, I mean, wouldn't that – wouldn't? I mean, the other team has to use the same ball, right? So No. No, not necessarily. Oh, they don't? No. Uh well, that's a that's an NFL rule flaw. Then is what that is. Yeah. Um, so, so the thing is that what they purposely let some air out of the ball so they're easier to catch. Yes. I mean, is that the way yeah, I understand yeah, it? They're I'm easier not... to grip. Okay. So, but you know, their opponents don't 
have deflated balls either. I don't understand. Well, I mean, there's a lot to talk about here, but like, uh, typically the balls are required to have 12 and a half to 13 and a half pounds of pressure in them per square inch. Okay. Okay. Um, the rules do not specify the temperature at which they're measured at. So like if it's cold outside or whatever, obviously they, you've always heard the, like they're throwing rocks out there because it's so cold. The balls are a solid cement, you know? Um, but supposedly like Tom Brady, uh, like ordered these balls to be deflated easy so he could squeeze them easier and get them to his receivers and stuff like that. So anyway, um, and then like he wouldn't give his cell phone up. You know, like his cell, like it had proof on there that they could get the messages of him ordering the stuff. Basically, it's proven that it went down. Right. But uh, I'm not going to get into all the ins and outs of it. Basically, I'm just trying to say that Tom Brady's a cheating bastard, and I hate him with all my heart. And I hope he listens to this somehow, some way in, in the future, and calls me up and says, "Man, what's your problem?" I'm going to say, "I hate you." And uh, uh, so. Yeah, and there's also, surprisingly <laughs> enough, that that's just one of his seven Super Bowls that makes him the GOAT. Right. Uh, the other one is uh, Spygate, which is another Patriots controversy, conspiracy, whatever. I'm not familiar with that one. They recorded the entire walkthrough the day before the Super Bowl of the opposing team. Now, how does that not give you an advantage? They How'd walk- they find that out? What's that? How'd they find they that found out? They found it. Like, well, let me look. I, I have to Down look it up voice. a little bit, but... There's also another one out there, like where when you play at, uh, uh, what's it called, Gillette Stadium, like the radio of the other team would come through their headsets, like that, you know, like they were like, they were like, all right, call uh, slant Y Omaha left, you know, like a lot of the, and then it would come through the Patriots uh, radios, and they would know like what they're calling. Oh, yeah, so kind of bad. Yeah, you tell me, Tom Brady the the goat? I don't think so. <laughs> but anyway, uh, Spygate was. An incident during the 2007 season, where the D, they were the, the league for videotaping the Jets walkthrough. Sorry, it wasn't the Super Bowl. My bad. Uh, they were they were videotaping opposing coaches in designated areas where it was quote unquote not illegal to record them, but that's what they were doing. And then uh, there was something about the walkthrough at the Super Bowl. Okay. As part of the probe and the allegations, the NFL required Patriots to turn over all and any notes on recordings and tapings that they had. The Patriots did not want to do that, and in turn, the league went to, and the, the, you know, whatever. They smashed the tapes. The action was criticized on the day before the Super Bowl when Roger Goodell met with them, and the Patriots had smashed all the tapes. Hmm. So, you know, hey, just saying that they're cheaters. That's all I'm saying. That's a that's a good way to close out uh, the discussion on conspiracies and stuff is just to say that Tom Brady sucks <laughs> and that he is not the GOAT. All right. I mean, you, I, you're not a football fan, though, are you? I, yeah, I don't, I don't that, do football, That means nothing so. to you. Sorry. Clint, Clinton Drew uh, at work went and – put stickers of Tom Brady all over my control room. So when I walk into my, when I go to my refrigerator to eat my lunch and stuff, there's a picture of Tom Brady. (laughs) When I open the cabinet, there's a picture of Tom Brady holding all of his rings on his hand. (laughs) When I look up at the sky or the ceiling, there's a picture of Tom Brady on the ceiling, looking down at me, smiling. That's hilarious. So, uh, yeah, they, they really got to kick up my hatred for Tom Brady, (laughs) but I just get, I get mad at the thought of he's the greatest of all time when, 
I think like three or four of his Super Bowls were won by less than a field goal. Right. And I get that, like, oh, well, somebody's got to get him down there. Somebody's got to kick to the yeah, – okay, well, <laughs> uh, guess what? Trent Dilfer won a Super Bowl, too, and so did Jim McMahon, and so did uh, Joe Flacco. And, you know, it's like the, so there's all kinds of one-time Super Bowl that weren't – they were subpar at the best. But right. Tom Brady was almost a never was, and I wish he was a never was. <laughs> you know, I don't wish Ill, Ill, Ill health or nothing on him, but do I, though? Yeah, you do. I don't know. You do. Anyway, maybe I'm possessed. Uh. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I definitely think you've got a mental defect. <laughs> but anyway. All right. Well, cool. We'll go ahead and call that episode. Um, thanks, you guys, so much for listening. And listen, again, I mean, I know we talked about at the beginning of the episode. Um, I really do read your emails. I really, really do. Um, and I love them. Love them, love them, love them. Wait a second. Them. We never yeah. even talked about What did you reply back to Barack? I told you I wasn't going to get into it because it's a big old long thing. So you did reply back, but it wasn't like a generic. No, right? no, 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 no. Okay. I just want to make sure that you gave him a real response. Yes, yes. Uh, it's it's a big old, big old long email. So you um, can tell me off the air then, I guess. Yeah, I'll tell you afterward. Yeah, it's fine. Nobody but it wasn't like, was it? Was it uh... Heartfelt, dude. Oh, okay. Came so... from the heart. All right. Came from the heart. So, I guess, so, so now hey, now you really need to send some emails because if it's going to be all heartfelt, then I want the other guys to send more, and then they all open up at the same time and realize that you didn't. Uh, I, I, I'm ready to redeem myself, uh-oh. but I can't reply if I don't get a... Ben and Colin to. Show. Ben and Colin Show at gmail.com. Uh, send any comments, suggestions. That's another thing, too. Suggestions on a future episode. Yeah, dude. I you mean, know, we, we I'm, I'm still looking for a catchphrase too. I haven't gotten any catchphrase suggestions. I'm not into the catchphrase thing. That's all you. But uh, I like catchphrases. I, I mean, that's like I said. I'm not knocking it. It's just not my thing. <laughs> um, what do you? How, how do you feel about uh, memorabilia? Uh, Side topic here, like just like sports memorabilia. Yeah, I'm not ready to end the episode yet. But I can tell that's fine. I, I, um. I think it's uh, I, I I like it. Not sports member, just memorabilia in general. Like just collectibles. Just, yeah. Um, is it waste or worth? I I think a little bit of both. Um, I because I, I am a big uh, proponent of buying like collectors editions of uh, video games and stuff that come with you know like these statues and stuff. Like I've got. Um, Do you open them? Yeah. Well, then it's not worth it. Uh, to you, I like when I like having this it, stuff on display, man. When you open it, it devalues it. But you can't see what you bought. So you're buying it for pleasure. You're not buying yeah. it for later. Well, I mean, I could still probably somewhere down the road if I keep it in mint con- in good condition. But it's worth double, triple. If oh it's yeah, unopened. Yeah, like I, they, I don't buy stuff for other people. I buy it for me. I get that, and like you know, and if it and if it were to work out, now do I wish I'd have sold all my Beanie Babies when they were worth something? Yeah, absolutely. You have Beanie Babies? I got Beanie Babies. I was a kid once, man. Yeah. Everybody had Beanie Babies back then. I know you were too cool because they were too popular. No. Girls had Beanie Babies. Okay, man. You're right. <laughs> I mean, I, Attack my manhood in front of everybody. It's been okay. a college show at gmail.com. Let him know if you had Beanie Babies and you're a guy. I, I did not have Beanie Babies. Like, I, maybe I'm maybe I'm the odd one, but you, you had a lot of Beanie Babies? Yeah. Okay, well, I learned something new about you today, man. I mean, they were like a, like unicorns and stuff. I had like a rhino, and you know, the stingray but, was one, the lobster, stuff like that. It's not like I slept with them or anything. I was like, oh, I have to have all my beanie babies. I just, they were collector's items, and I I liked them. I thought that you know, and again, I was a kid, and so yeah, sure. Were you a kid though? Yeah. Oh yeah. 
how old were you? Oh, um, I don't know. Um, when were Beanie Babies pop? I want to say it was like mid nineties, wasn't it? Uh, they. I mean, they were really popular around ninety three. So I was, you know, what seven years old. Okay. You know, simpler times, bro. We didn't have cell phones. Like the kids these days do. Oh, I thought you were talking about. I was like, maybe. There was no <laughs> Minecraft and Fortnite and. You no, know, but there stuff. was like Ninja Turtles and Batman. And oh, stuff. I had those too. Uh, okay. I did played you, with those. Did, did you play with the Beanie no. Babies? No. I just put them on a shelf or something. Okay. Ben and Colin show at gmail.com. <laughs> I want to I wanna hear. Please tell. Don't just tell me in person. Email him Email and tell him. Email me and make him. me feel even worse about myself. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, so what were we saying? Oh, yeah, worth or worth or waste. So I go to Pearl Jam concerts all the time, and I get they have event specific shirts, event specific stickers, and posters. So I go to these shows, and I'm like, I gotta get in line, and I get these things, and I'm like, guess how many posters of Pearl Jam that I have up? Zero. Yeah. And guess how many posters I have of Pearl Jam? Oh, I'm teen. Probably like fifty or more. Sure. And they're just in poster tubes yeah. all around my house. So that's closet. enjoyable for you? That's what I'm saying. So like one day when I die, mm -hmm. my kids are either going to A, keep them, or they're going to be able to sell them for quadruple the value. Because, you hope. Well, I know because I know so because you can get on eBay right now and see what they list for. And they're only going to get more valuable because they're not going to be able to be making them anymore. I, I don't mean to uh... – I'm Say not, what you want. I'm not devaluing. You're not going to be right. Go I'm ahead. not devaluing Pearl Jam at all. Okay. And I'm not comparing them to Beanie Babies. But I once had a Stingray Beanie Baby oh, God. that I could have sold. <laughs> Listen, at the time, I bought for $5, could have sold it for $300. And I said, nope, because it's only going to appreciate in value. And, you know, that's not the case anymore, obviously. Because people grow up. They don't care about Beanie Babies. The posters for a band are something that people like till the day they die. Beanie Babies, not so much. Yeah, but I'm, I'm but here, like you said, future generation. I'm just so telling I mean, you right now, the the posters are thirty five, forty bucks. Immediately the day of the show, they get on eBay for three hundred, four hundred dollars, and I can look right now and tell you that they're selling for that much. Now, again, like I get what you're saying, you never can to predict the market, right? Mm -hmm. But I guarantee you they'll get more than 40 bucks out of a poster that happened in 1999 or 2001 or, you know, whatever. It, it, they're never made again. They're going to only appreciate in, in value. I, I try, this is something I know about. I know. And I'm not I, denying you. Now, uh, my video games things that you're talking about, like, the, like I used when the dark, the, what was the Batman series called? Arkham. Arkham. I bought a couple of those special editions with the with the Joker standing over the desk. That's worth nothing now. I could sell it for probably twenty, thirty bucks. Yeah. You know, I paid one hundred and fifty for it at the time. Did you whatever. open it? I, absolutely. See, and no, it, but, but I, see, that's for you. That's for you're you. Right. That's not for you're anybody right. else. And that's the same way with like my collectibles and stuff. I don't, I don't buy them necessarily to to sell later. Now, did I purposefully not drink uh, and open my? Uh, 2000, uh, what was it, 2020, uh, my, my St. Louis Cardinals World Series Champions beer bottle that had it on there. Uh, yeah, I purposely didn't drink it. Did I purposefully not drink the 2019 St. Louis Blues Stanley Cup Champions beer bottle? Yeah, I purposely didn't drink it. But 
I'm not. I mean, I, I just did that because I think it's really cool to have one unopened that no. has that stuff on there. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I just I have such a hard time leaving stuff like that in the box because I do like to display it. I do like to be able to see it, look at it, enjoy it, and instead of just hope that someday. Well, I, I mean, can, you look up on my bookshelf right now and there's a Darth Vader replica of his lightsaber. Yeah. You look over here and there's my Luke Skywalker replica. It's not even out yet. Yeah. I still don't have a place for it. Yeah. I'm going to think about putting it up on the other bookshelf. But I wanted the Obi-Wan Kenobi one, but they didn't have it yet at mm. Disney. So hopefully when I go back in October, they'll have the Obi-Wan on, uh, that you can purchase. But no, it's so pointless. <laughs> I'm going to go more towards waste. Yeah. But, uh, and the only reason I say that is because those type of things, once you open them, the value is dropped tremendously. But things that are like, did you see where like the Mario game sold for like, mm-hmm. oh my god! I I own the Metroid Prime trilogy um, on the Wii. Opened, opened two hundred fifty dollars, and I have it. But you, you won't know. sell it. Heck no, dude! Why? I love because I love that game. Do you play it? No. This it's is a sentimental a, thing, and so so like this see, is what I don't understand about you right now is yeah. that like when the Xbox One S or X came out, I sold every single Xbox Three Hundred and Sixty game I had to can't buy that one. I can't do it, but I don't understand. You're I don't not either. Play it? Nope. I, never will no. you play it again. I still own every single Xbox Three Hundred and Sixty game I've ever owned. I, I don't get it. I don't either. You could make a lot of money. I know, but you're not going to. Nope. Never. No. They'd be buried with them. Buried with them. I plan to be swimming in old Xbox would games. Would that bother them. you to know that your kids sold them when you're, when you, when you're gone? I don't care. I'm not here anymore. So Do whatever you want to with them. Okay. What if they put you in a home and you're still alive and they're going through all your stuff and they start selling all your stuff? Don't you... tell me. <laughs> don't tell me. So you're going to be mad. Yeah, I would be. I think. Uh, you know, well, I mean, like, see, so here's the thing. I used to buy, I will say that my collector's edition purchases have slowed down a lot oh yeah because, because well because physical stuff's not you know like well yeah that's true it's all digital now but like um but but like if a game does have like really good like digital dlc and stuff i'll, I'll still buy the collector's edition but as far as like statues and stuff they still do make some of them not anywhere near like they used to but i'll ask uh april my wife i'll say um hey i think can i get the you know 120 special edition assassin's creed whatever and she's she said why and i said well i said because it comes with a pretty awesome statue what are you going to do with it and i don't have an answer for her and so that just completely stops me in my tracks and so she in this case is my voice of reason well you know like i i almost bought two posters at the show the other night and i text katie and i said should i get two posters and i said sell the other one because they're selling on eBay. Mm-hmm. And then I realized, as I asked that question, <laughs> that I hate those people that do that. Yeah, oh yeah. And so I was like, why would I want to become the thing that I hate? So I just immediately told myself, I said, no, I'm not buying two. Right. And then within a few minutes, she replied back like, yeah, you probably don't need two. And I said, I've already answered it for myself. I well, just, like, like you said, as far as, like, I, I remember we went to um, a Carnal game here a few weeks back. And they, it was uh, one of the promotional nights, and they were giving away bobbleheads. Well, they were a limited release, and we got there like 10 minutes before game time. So, of course, all the bobbleheads were gone by the time we got there. We didn't get one. And, sure, I was pretty upset about it. Of course, I kind of scanned the seats to see if people left them, you know. But um, we were walking out, and so one of these, you know, scalper dudes 
has just a stack of them, and he's selling them for five dollars a piece. Which again, whatever they were five, free. Five, yeah, they were free, and that's my thing. That guy, that guy probably didn't even buy a cardinal ticket to get in there and do it. He just asked people, "Hey, you want it? Hey, you want it? Hey, you want it?" And here he is making money off of off of nothing. Yeah. And yeah, and you're right. And like, and, and like, whenever a new game system or something comes out, these people that sell like these game systems for a thousand dollars, all over asking price. Yeah. I'm just like, you know what, man, burning heck, dude, because yeah. that's that's just such a that's just such a slime ball thing to do. You can and say what it is; it's a shitty thing. It is. It, it is. really, really it, is. It, it is. And, and you just hate people like it, that. Yeah, it's. I, I realized in that own moment of asking that question, I was like, I, I, I hate those people. Yeah. I hate those people that yeah. flip things for a profit. Mm-hmm. And now that having said that, that is different from selling something that you no longer need. Right. That's not the same thing. Right. What, what I'm talking about is you, you go to a store and you purposely yeah. buy two to sell one for profit. That's right. a crappy thing to do. See, and that's kind of me, like because you know I'm I'm very uh, involved with the. Uh, celebrity autographs at the Superman celebration every year. Yes. And like, that's kind of the same thing with me. Um, cause I know when we first started that they didn't charge at least as much for autographs for these people. Yeah. And so like whenever, let me ask you this, whenever you get an autograph from like any of your wrestlers that you like or whoever yeah. you get autographs from, do you have them sign it to Ben? Yes. So automatically there that devalues you. Of course it does. But again, that's for you. See, where then I, I've had people, I'd be like, do you want them to make it out to somebody? Because I have to ask that when I'm working the table. And they'll say, uh, no, that's fine. And and like some people will even say, no, that's fine. I'm probably just going to sell it. And I'm just like, man, what a... Ugh, yeah, just, oh, why, just, why are you even here? Yeah. I mean, yeah, you know, uh, I mean, as a, as a fan, I guess, I guess that, that, that that makes me mad that insults me as a fan of this stuff. So if I was famous, mm-hmm. I would make it to where you had to chop my autograph up to not have your name on it. And that's what some people do. Well, if I was famous, I would charge more to not personalize it. Oh, that's clever. I yeah, like, I'd be like, I, I'd be like oh. obviously depending on how big I was, $50 for an autograph personalized, $60 for one not personalized. I get it. I never thought about that. That's, that's what like, I do. Because normally it's more to personalize. I know, which is dumb to me. Yeah, that is a good point. The man. same way with like, the I same never way with like, uh, about that. the same way with like making personal videos to people. Like, cause you know, people ask you, oh man, would you mind, you know, saying hi to my sister couldn't be here? You know, I would, I would just, again, charge them just probably the same thing i'd charge them for a personalized autograph but a lot of these celebrities charge more for those personalized so if you're famous and you're at the airport and a guy runs up and tries to get your autograph do you charge him no how can you do that okay i'm just asking Uh, yeah i'll do it for 20 bucks no No, just or do you just not sign it well see again if you're caught in the moment do you sign it or not all that i wish i could say yeah man they're fans but I also feel like that these celebrities could probably at this point tell the difference between fans and people that are just trying to profit. Sure, sure. Um, but like, but like, yeah, I would like to say I'd be cool enough to sign everybody, but I'd also know that I would probably have somewhere I'd rather be, and I'd probably be like, man, I'm sorry, I'll get you next time or something. Well, if you're at a convention, man, that's a you've really kind of knocked me out of my shoes here. I, the charging more to not personalize yeah. is a brilliant idea. Yeah, because. At that wrestling uh, convention I went to about a month or two ago, there was a guy that literally pulled a sled behind him, and it had about 30 to 40 championship belts in it that he was going to have Ric Flair sign. That guy was not getting those belts for him. 
No. He was getting those belts to take them to his shop and sell them. Yeah. And, I mean, he paid probably $75, I think, a belt. And he's probably going to turn around and sell them for at least 150 At say, least. That'd be at least a $100 price tag for me. I'm just saying that, man, it, you really knocked me out with that. I, I really like That's the most genius thing you've probably come Thank up you. with. Thank you. Yeah, no, I've, I've, um, I've really have wondered that before because, like, I'll just be sitting there. And, and like you said, it is just, it's just so backwards to me that they yeah. personalize it. And <laughs> and that's another thing too, as far as signing like movie posters and stuff, I would 100% if they asked for a personalized one and you could tell they were just trying not to spend the extra $10 I'm charging them. Um, <laughs> if yeah. they, I would, I would personalize it like right over my face or something super important. So like you said, they can't just cut out the... That's what I'm saying. You know, I would sign things where it would be so crucial. Mm-hmm. You know, like, Through the rest of the... <laughs> yeah, I don't know how I would do it. Because obviously I'm not ever going to be famous. Well, like but... you said, let's say you're in an Avengers movie. And... I'm signing over Robert Downey Jr.'s face or something. Well, you know, over, like... Or over your own as far as that's concerned. Well, it you know doesn't matter. Yeah. Over the title. Just like... don't do it like on the corner, you know. No, you I'm, know. Not, I'm not looking for open space. I'm, I'm <laughs> right. looking for like... I'm looking for hard to find. Yep. And hard to cut out. Hard like to I'm cut like, out. What's the name? And if they don't give me a name, I ain't signing it. You know, like that's how I would probably do I'd be it. I mean, like, oh, uh, you want you don't want your name on it? That'll be fifty dollars. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. Even like the airport or the record store I'm at or whatever, they're like, <laughs> Hey, could you sign this? I'd be like, what's the name? They'll be like, Oh, no name. I'd be like, uh, I'm not signing it then. Or give me fifty to a hundred dollars. I'd be like, <laughs> you know, like I'm I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be that prick, you know, like, yeah. because for fans, I think it's Amazing that some guys and some girls just take all the time they have and sign autographs for for nothing, and mm. for the fans. Yeah, but for those that are just like, I don't know, I don't. Can I get it? As a celebrity, you're giving your life up. I mean, like, you don't have a normal life. Right. But at the same time, you also have millions and millions and millions of dollars that I don't have. Well, and that's that's so what screw they, you, buddy. Like, I, sign I remember, this piece of paper for me because I pay to go see all your movies, uh-huh. all your concerts, uh-huh. all this. You can take five seconds out of your freaking day. That autograph just cost, you know, like, you just got paid $800,000 to sign that autograph, whether you whether it was from my pocket or not. Well, and that's what's shut so, up and that, sign it. That's what's so wild to me about, like, these conventions and stuff is, like, the conventions pay the celebrities to be there. No matter if they sign one autograph or not. Doesn't matter. That's I mean, correct. I mean, I mean, yeah, you know. No. And, it, and so it, it then, you know, you turn around, and I know I've heard of, you know, different celebrities obviously charging different things, but anywhere between 20 to $150 per autograph. Do you and know I'm what the, Metropolis pays their actors to come there? Yeah. You do? Uh-huh. Is it in the hundred thousands? I'm I i can not I can't talk about it. Oh, okay. Sorry. Well I, I, that's not I don't know. I just, well, I don't know. I'm just saying like I know for like I, I talked to like a security guy or a event guy at mm. the Walking Dead Walker Stalker Con. Sure. And they said that Norman Reedus gets two hundred and fifty thousand dollars just to appear. Just to walk out there and wave at people. Then how much does he charge for autographs? Uh, I think it was a hundred. See. Yeah. I mean, like, and I don't know if I, I don't know if all that is just a hundred percent profit. we we'll see, or the, if some the, of that is, the, is some of that kickback. But then, but then I did talk talk to uh, I have talked to a couple of the celebrities we've had here in town, and like I don't know, like because because you know you see all types of different people at okay. these things. Yeah. Well, you know, you've been to conventions, yeah, and you know, and there's there's some of these people. It looks like my gosh, they are spending their life savings for a celebrity to sign something for yep. them. You know, and, and, and I don't remember, there's been a couple of them that have said, yeah, I mean, I'll be perfectly honest with you. I feel bad charging them as much as we're charging them 
But then they go on to explain, but the thing about it is you don't know what they're going to do with them after, meaning they you know, could put them on eBay and make $500 off of something I did for them. So why should I not be getting paid for something I did for them to make money? You know what I'm saying? I but then again, so. that goes back to my thing about charging more for non-personalized items. You know? Yeah, but I don't know, man. It just... It bothers me that... Uh, Celebrity's a weird thing, and it's not it anything is. I don't feel like I'll ever achieve, you know, hey man, obviously. You you got us the first sponsor for the podcast. Yeah, so, yeah, and there's gonna, so, there's gonna there was probably another commercial on this episode, too. Yeah, so, so, yeah. You know, uh, but, but, uh, so, but, but the, the celebrity thing is weird. I, I would, I'd hate to admit it, but I'd probably be such a recluse that you'd never see me out. I would have, if I'm, if I'm worth a hundred million dollars, let's just... Because that's like that's not even a tenth of what some of these people are worth. Right. I mean, I think Harrison Ford got a hundred million dollars for Star Wars Episode Seven by itself. I believe it. So, with that, I would have a personal assistant that went and did my grocery shopping. I'd have a chef that cooked for me. I'd have a driver that drove me everywhere. Mm-hmm. I probably would forget how to use my driver's license. <laughs> right. I mean, seriously. Yeah. I would never get it. You'd never hear me getting a DUI because I'd be like, well, I don't drive. Right. You know, I, I, I didn't hit that person. My driver might have hit that person, but it wasn't me. Right. And uh, I just, man, dude, I would have so many things around me, like, to protect me and keep me normal. At the same time, I'm going to live like Willy Wonka. Right, right. Nobody's going to stay like, we haven't seen Ben for 20 years. You right. know? And that's just going to be the case. I mean, I'm sorry, but I'm not going to I'm not gonna risk myself. If I don't want to sign autographs, I'm not going to put myself in a situation where I'm going to be out in public and people are going to just bombard me. Right. I don't want to be a dick either. I, I don't want to be the guy that's like, man, I heard that guy is such a turd to go talk to mm-hmm. in public. You know, I want to be the guy that like, sees somebody and go, hey, how you doing, man? And then just go on. Mm-hmm. Now, if a crowd starts to form around me, maybe, you know, that's time to hightail it, you know. But I, I, well, I told you, like, I I am maybe too respectful of celebrities in, in person, I okay, feel like. Okay, I'm glad you bring that up. Keep going, but I, I got a story to Because I'm telling you, we were, we were sitting at an airport, I don't even remember where, one time, and dude, I would have sworn, this has only been like a year ago, up and down that it was Pedro, Pedro, oh, can I talk? Pedro Pascal sitting across from me. Okay. Dude, the Mandalorian. I, kept, I, I kept staring at him. And I was like, man, is that him? I'm like, it could be him, but he kind of looks homeless. But like Pedro Pascal sometimes looks homeless. So <laughs> I'm like, is that, you know, and I kept staring at him. And I I, I, I snapped a spy pickup of him with my phone. Woo. I don't think he caught me. But, and I still to this day don't know 100% if it was him or not. But so, but I, I didn't want to approach him because like, first of all, what if I was wrong? And because, you know, celebrities look different in person than they oh, do definitely. on TV. And, you know, so what if I was wrong? And then, two, I keep thinking if I was a celebrity, would I want to just be accosted by some nerd without, you know? Um, which, that being said, I remember we were walking through St. Louis Airport one time, Lambert International, and we saw Tracy Morgan. We was just standing there. And it was funny because his shirt was a cheeseburger. Like, his whole shirt was a cheeseburger. But, like, my dad... Went up to him and said, hey, man, you mind if I get a picture with you? He's like, yeah, sure. And he, and he took a picture with Dad and everything, which is really cool. But again, you run that risk of drawing even more attention to him. I almost hit Tracy Morgan with my car. My gosh, he's had bad luck with vehicles, dude. Between this you was and- uh, 2008. 
He, okay. ran, he walked right out in front of my car at a concert. Did he yell at you? Uh, he looked at me. He had his gold necklace on, the chain, and all that. It was it was him with a couple of entourage. Did I get you pregnant? And he was just like, <laughs> he looked at me kind of like, what the, you know. Wow. And I was like, uh, you walked right out in front of me, dude. It wasn't it wasn't a crosswalk that's or so nothing. That's so cool, though, man. But anyway, sorry, go ahead. No, that, uh, your that, dad, that's, yeah, that's it. Your dad, did, he risked drawing a crowd. Yeah. yeah but. Uh, so. You brought up a thing about like the approaching them, right? Yeah. So at the at the at that same wrestling convention I just went to in July, um, everybody charges something for a picture or an autograph, okay? But yeah. what you don't take into effect is you could just walk up there and shake their hand and say, "Hey, thanks for all your entertainment. Thanks for all your years of entertainment." Yeah. And the first it was a two day a two day convention. The first day we did not do that at all. We were like, "Oh man, I'd love to go meet." so-and-so but it costs 30 bucks i'm not paying 30 bucks to meet him right and then at some point i just was like you know what i was like, i'm just gonna go up there and shake his hand and say thanks and we built up the courage to do that and then it just became so easy and they never got upset about it they never got mad about it they appreciated it sure you know we went up to a couple of them we'd be like hey man i'll, I'll listen to your podcast uh i love everything you do and everything you did in wrestling appreciate it and shook their hand they're like thanks brother and that was it we walked on and i can say hey i met so-and-so so i felt like i got easier at doing that but at walker stalker con you're in a line and you're like oh i don't i'd like to tell uh what's his name uh the uh, carl grimes that I, that, yeah, I, that I like him, but... Uh, is it worth staying in line Is it worth staying in line? And do I look like a dick for not paying for a picture or something? All I wanted to do was say hi. Yeah. You know what know. I mean? Yeah, I don't know. Uh, so, anyway. All right, now I've talked your ear off enough, and I'm kind of... I'm winding down. I'm hungry for lunch. It's, uh, <laughs> and right. this was kind of a conspiracy theory, urban legends, a little bit of everything. Part two of all the above. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, so thank you again for hanging out. It's been an hour and fifty-two minutes. Uh, so thanks for hanging this out. Is this is a long. mowing podcast right this, here. Yeah, buddy. Uh, so yeah, again, thank you for hanging out with us this long. Um, we will um, have another regular episode for you next Thursday. Uh, another House of the Dragons episode. We're getting pretty close to having to take a little bit of a hiatus, um, just because me and and uh, Ben both families are are having some trips coming up. But um, we will uh, just keep bringing you. The uh, content that you know and love, uh, just as often as we possibly can. You know what we could do? Okay. The weeks that we're gone. I love that this is on air that you're discussing. I'm just, I just, yeah, the weeks that we're gone. These what? are just ideas that popped in my head. And hey, and if you like one of them, don't like one, email Ben and Collins Show yeah. at gmail.com. Oh, please so let us know because, yeah, your all's feedback definitely what we, decides the direction we go. Yeah. What we could do, and this is just a suggestion. The week that you're gone, I can do me and my wife or me and my kid because Jack is like dying to do it. But I've, you know, I've already talked. We've talked about this privately about the kids. Yeah. But like we could do me and my wife on that week that you're gone, and the week that I'm gone could be you and your wife. That's an idea. Uh, and if, if let you, us know if y'all'd be interested in hearing that. I mean. Because you've thought you've you've brought up the idea of bringing the women into it. Oh yeah, I love that. And I'm not opposed to it at all. I'm just you know it, it'd be hard to work with two microphones, but we'd be sitting right next to each other anyway. Yeah, we'll so. figure it out. Uh, but I'm just saying, Katie could, could sit on my lap. Oh wow, <laughs> April's loving that comment. <laughs> but anyway, yeah. well April could sit on yours, so okay, then we'd be set. That, that's fine. <laughs> uh, <laughs> wow. So 
yeah, either we could just record a couple and put them out, or we could do like you know April and your kids, or Katie and my kids, whatever, or just the wives. I'll discuss with my peeps. You discuss with yours, and maybe somebody will give us some feedback. Maybe we'll just have a week off. Uh, that might be nice for we're like on what eleven or twelve episodes right now. So I think this is this is going to be uh, fifteen. Or oh, 14. really? Yeah. So yeah, uh, my buddy Matthew sent me a message. He goes, "Finally, an episode is not about dragons." Like you know, <laughs> be, because we are blending yeah. those in the everyday episodes. Yep. He doesn't watch House of Dragons. So oh like, yeah, I get it. So he sees a new episode pop up on his phone, and he's, he's like, like oh. "Oh, another House of Dragons episode." But you know, every Thursday, ten a.m. baby, <laughs> ten a.m. Central. So anyway. Uh, Ideas for the show, we're dragging this out further, I get it, but ideas for the show is so crucial because we're going to give you what we think is cool, but if you guys have ideas, that's even cooler because it means that you're engaged. Yeah. So anyway, let us let, let us know about the wives episode or a week off or whatever you think because the Game of Thrones is going to be delayed definitely because it's definitely just me and him watching them. So that'll be two weeks behind. Yeah. Roughly, because when are you going? Uh, the second week of October. So I'm getting back on the 8th. We're going on the 7th. So see, yeah, we will be gone. So anyway, uh, yeah, that's all I got. I promise I'm done now officially. So <laughs> All right. Well, uh, cool. So, uh, yeah, like he said, just uh, do get with us. Ben and Colin show at gmail.com. Um, I, I promise you I'll redeem myself with the guys that I – that I dissed with the other replies. Um, but yeah, we look forward to having you guys back um, next week at our, uh, our regular time. Hope you enjoyed all the episodes and uh, hope you keep enjoying it. So thanks again for joining us. See you next time. Bye.